Sleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. Requires activating HBO at att.com slash unlimited with HBO. Benefit starts within two bills. Plan includes stream saver. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T makes slow speeds. Must buy AT&T Unlimited Plus on DirecTV before November 11th to get the monthly savings, which start in three bills. Prices and channels subject to change, coverage, and other restrictions. Apply. See store for details. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I'd never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Is your next great-paying, rewarding job in the oil and gas industry? Ranger Energy is now hiring for many positions, including CDL drivers, derrick hands, relief operators, cement operators, and snubbing. Come to the career fair at the Doubletree in Greeley, Friday, November 3rd from 2 to 7, and Saturday, November 4th from 10 to 5. Ranger Energy will be hiring on the spot. Don't miss your opportunity to work for Ranger Energy. You'll get competitive pay and outstanding benefits. Ranger Energy is an equal opportunity employer. KSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I like Vic Lombardi. You go to Denver, very few Lombardis. You know, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine. And I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my height. I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will. But uh, you got a big crowd out there. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment. You know, it's yeah. all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. Well, happy post-Halloween to you, sports fans. Today on the show, as we do every Wednesday, head coach of the Colorado Avalanche, Jared Bednar at 7.30. We'll visit with Jeff Legwald at 8.30 and Adam Morris of DenverStiffs.com at 9 a.m. How did your Halloween, how did your birthday go, uh, uh, James Manchester? It was, uh, it was fantastic. Thank you yeah. to everybody here and friends and family and everybody it was, uh, it was awesome. Thank you very much. So another uh, successful birthday week in the books? Yes. 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 It, was a, it was a solid A. Okay. You know what's happened? Here's what's happened to Halloween, H.W., and, and feel me on this one, because I think we both agree. Halloween has become, well, they've watered it down. Much like Manchester waters down his birthday, he turns it into a week-long festivity. This is what's happened to Halloween, which is why on Halloween night, remember years ago when you'd have just, 
kid after kid knock on the door and you'd be busy for three hours straight handing out candy and now you're lucky to get five to six kids show up? That's because the Halloween has been ruined. We've watered it down and extended it five to seven days. That's what happened to Halloween. That is my amateur opinion on the ruination of an American holiday. Well, it must be a neighborhood by neighborhood thing because we couldn't sit down and watch the baseball game last night for two hours. It was just oh, nonstop. Just don't, answer, just don't answer the door. I ran out of candy eventually, and we had two ginormous bowls of candy, uh, and we ran out. My kids were out trick-or-treating for more than two hours, all by themselves, which was great. Uh, it couldn't have gone better. Well, consider H.W., who tweeted last night, an hour into the Halloween festivities, he had only given away how many pieces of candy? Uh, zero, the goose okay. egg, and I, I'd consumed nine, so my ratio wasn't very good. We talked no, about ratios no. on this show. Uh, my night finished giving away zero. I did not well, have a single trick-or-treater last you night. You do live behind the romantics on East Colfax, which could pose yeah. a problem for a lot of Tough visiting location, kids. yes. Uh, no, I live over in the DU area, so I, I just, I guess I'm surrounded by drunken college kids, not little kids looking for candy. We live in, in an inviting cul de sac. I mean, it's not the area, and, and still, we only got, I swear to God, five to six kids show up for candy. And I say it's all about yesterday. It's all about what happened over the weekend. It's all about school. The entire day of school was candy, candy, candy. These kids don't want any more of this crap. They're all vegans anyway. Well, and they don't want to go earn it. They want it to just be handed to them, right? They don't want to go door to door for candy. We, we, not the kids, we are ruining a national holiday. Jesse, how did it go at your house over the week? Did you have an everyday holiday, everyday Halloween? Uh, it started with last week, yeah, the, the yeah. trunk or treat and then the, the, the Halloween haunted house at the school. It was like five days of uh, Halloween. And last night? Uh, last night, the, the kids went out for about an hour and a half. So, that's it? That's it. Yeah, I was surprised. They went out from about 6.30 to about 8 o'clock. Dude, you, you got to do better. You, you've got like nine kids. Send them out and have a supply for the entire year. What are you doing? That's uh, your fault. Well, the oldest has started high school this year, so she didn't want to go. And then uh, we took the four-year-old out for about an hour, and then the other two stayed out for about 45 minutes longer than that. Ah. I, uh, was, Martin, getting, I was getting trick-or-treaters when it was still light out. What do you guys think really? that? Yeah, like at 5.15. Yeah. Yeah, too yeah. early. Too early. Yeah. Now, they were little. Yeah, but I'm still like, I think it's got it to be dark. I think it's got to be dark. That yeah, should yeah. be the rule of thumb. Not a fan. My wife last night, when we sent our 12-year-old with her group of kids, you know, they had like eight little girls run around the neighborhood. Every five minutes, my wife says, hey, where, where is she? Check your find my iPhone. Where is she? I'm like, come on, man. She's within two blocks of our house. What do, you, what do you think? She's in the back of an RV in Oklahoma now? She's fine. <laughs> well, come on. Uh, I mean, we're ruining the holiday, dude. I, and I was telling HW before the show, my three went out by themselves with a couple other kids. So the oldest in the group was 12. The youngest was my five-year-old. I felt a little irresponsible because they were gone for two and a half hours, and we had no idea where they were. None. But well, they came um, home. They came yeah, home. they'll come home eventually. It's like the dog that leaves the yard. Yeah. They will come home eventually. Uh, we do have a uh, Power 5 question of the day that relates to Halloween, uh, and it relates to the candy. We'll get to that a little bit later for a chance for you to win some tickets. So stay tuned on that one. Uh, fellas, the big announcement, as I predicted yesterday on this show, you guys right. both asked me, what are the Broncos going to do? Will they announce a change of quarterback? And I told you they're not going to do it. Uh, they're not going to do it yesterday. I told you so, guy, rearing his See? ugly head again. 
See, I even, Man. not only did I tell you, I told you exactly what they're going to tell you. All, see, I don't predict, I don't predict what's going to happen on the field. I'm just good at predicting press conferences. Yeah, you I found my niche. A hundred percent. You're good. You know? it, it, do you know what's going to happen today? Are you saving that for your hot take? Well, I know exactly what's going to happen today. Okay. All right. I know exactly that Brock Osweiler is going to get first team reps and around 10:15 this morning when all the reporters are at Dove Valley watching practice, right? And they see him take first team reps, everyone's going to tweet, get ready for it, 10:15, Brock Osweiler on the field with the first team offense. Are and you going to give him a practice? You're going to hear it from the coach himself. Are you going to give him a bro hug to celebrate today or, or what's the plan on that front? I'll leave that to ourselves. Our guy, Will Peterson, has got a column out today about how he can endear himself to the fan base again. I think he's trying to talk himself into being a Brock fan. Well, that will be my hot take, but this team is so bad, and this town is so desperate for them to start winning. Brock's got a golden opportunity. He really does. A golden opportunity to reintroduce himself to this town, a town he was the toast of about two years ago at this time. You know, I never thought about it this way. You're right. The starting quarterback of this football team, as we... Come to believe, you never know, you never know, is going to be a guy who, let's be honest, H.W. demanded an apology from yeah. this man. I yeah. And he never it. got one. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you'd have, if you'd have said 18 months ago, hey, uh, week nine of the 2017 season, Brock Osweiler's going to start for the Broncos, it would have been nearly impossible to come up with a scenario where that would happen. No hey, way. Think no. about the things that had to happen from the day he signed in Houston Till now for this day to come. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, it's funny. We talk so much about the quarterback position, rightfully so, on this show. Um, this is sort of like Manchester's living. He makes a living talking about that spot. Would you rather have it this way or the Cleveland way? Which, even now, after they draft a quarterback, they're still, they're still rotating through quarterbacks. Yesterday at the NFL trade deadline, they can't even get a trade together in time, which would have netted them A.J. McCarron from the Cincinnati Bengals, thereby adding another quarterback to the Cleveland mix. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to compare any team to the Browns and then to say, well, at least we're not the Browns. I mean, that's such a low bar. It's not even fair. But if I'm the Browns, or I'm a Browns fan today, I'm actually happy this went down this way. Because Here's why. Why on earth? If the Bengals think A.J. McCarron is worth a hoot, would they trade him within the division, within the state, and have to face him <laughs> twice a year? Why? Why would you? Would, would the Broncos ever trade their oh, backup no. quarterback if they thought he was really good to the Raiders? There's well, a reason the Broncos, Jimmy Garoppolo hey, went to hey, San Francisco. Exactly. Yes, hey, exactly. The Broncos, the Broncos did give their backup quarterback to Kansas City, who came back later that season and beat them at Mile High Stadium, sure. if you recall. And, but he was a free agent. It was a one-time thing. I mean, if they think A.J. McCarron's a player, do they really want to face him twice a year for the next decade? Of course not. Of course not. I mean, God, the fact that the, I, I don't have a problem with the, I have less of a problem with the Browns for getting to turn in their paperwork than not smelling the rat that was the Bengals trying to trade him a quarterback within the division. I don't get it, but trade deadline was a bit crazy yesterday. There was a lot of activity toward the deadline and, uh, the Broncos decided not to partake. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that, why they, uh, remained idle. We will hear again from Coach Bednar at 7.30, as we do every Wednesday on the show. If you have any questions for the coach of the Avalanche, feels like forever since they played a freaking game. The, the schedule's nuts. You know they have five games in a span of 17 days? 
And I think it has something to do with the trip to Sweden. They gotta, you know, they gotta leave some idle time in there, but this, this sucks. If you're a fan, if you're a player going that long without playing, that can't be easy. No, it is odd. They played the back to back games and then they have like four days off and then they'll play like two games uh, over the weekend and then they don't play. It's just, it's really strange. It is. And we're not going to see Mark Mosier for like two weeks. Mm. Is that a when bad does thing? he leave? When does he leave to Sweden? <laughs> when does that happen? Well, he leaves first to go to the East Coast, right? They play in right. They play the Islanders yeah. among other teams, and then they head all the way to Sweden. After that, no use coming home. So he's not back until like the fifteenth of November or something. Okay, like what's that. the problem there? Why is there an issue? Uh, no, I was just pointing it out. I mean, it's yeah. not a problem at all. By it makes it a lot easier in Although, this building. A lot less stressful. A lot cleaner. Yep. Mosier is the when only guy in all the town. Time. He's the only guy in town who was with me. He's the only guy in town who was with me on this Simeon thing. Only guy. And yeah. here we are. After all this abuse and after after all this crap at training camp and all the sarcastic tweets. And, man, I'm flipping around the dial yesterday, and I'm hearing a guy on the other station who I stood next to at training camp, and he was just snarky beyond belief and so pro-Simeon, blah, 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 just ripping Simeon to shreds. Listeners out there. And Broncos fans out there need to hold these guys accountable. Don't let them flip flop like that. Unless it's me or unless it's Moj, they're all they're all just full of it. So you two are the only people that are credible on this topic in town. Is yes. what you're what you're saying. Yes, that's you guys new. are the Dude, quarterback whisperers. The guy played seven games and he's been benched. I mean, I didn't even see it turning that quick. But did you see other factors leading to that though? Is it just simply skill level or are there other factors that lead to that benching? Would you admit that? Skill level. What would the other factors just, be? Just skill level. Okay, yes, just he can't play. Just him. Just him. He can't not play. That. I mean, but he played an entire season last year and didn't not drop well. to these, not to these levels. Not well. What we're seeing now is, whew. yeah, I'm not, listen, I, I get it. You, you're right. You're exactly right. Nobody's disputing that. But I think the way, how we got here, we have different narratives for how we got here. I'll explain that when we come back. I want to I hear from Vance wait. Joseph as well. Uh, Vance Joseph's press conference yesterday. Again, again, I hate to pull a Manchester, but I told you. I told you yesterday's press conference Feels would be good, nothing but a, we will wait and see. We have an idea. We have not named a new starting quarterback yet when we all know they have. And I'll tell you why they've hesitated in doing so, why they didn't announce it yesterday. Frankly, it makes me mad. I, I, I just don't get it. And pro sports, they're so sensitive. It's pro sports. Quit worrying about feelings. Nobody worries about your feelings. Heck no. My feelings. I'd like it if somebody did for a day. By the way, we're T-minus one hour and 18 minutes until I expect my apology from Jeff Legwald. You got the Vic Lombardi show. That's not coming. I'll tell you what is coming. Jared Bednar at the bottom of the hour. We'll see you then. Denver's All Sports Station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up Wednesday, the latest in the saga of who will be the starting quarterback for the Broncos on the road in Philadelphia. Is it still Simeon's job or is it Brock Vember first? Plus, we'll recap the World Series Game 6. And Nate, we've got head coach of the number three ranked team in the nation, Brian Kelly from Notre Dame, joining us on the Kreckman and Harris Show. Tune in on Wednesday. Do it. Kreckman and Harris, every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. 
All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Bad credit, no credit, first-time buyer, Best Car Buys has credit unions and banks competing for your business with premium financing for everyone. And a wide selection of low-mileage trucks and SUVs, even diesels. All vehicles come with a free 60-day warranty. See dealer for details. And a free Carfax is available. Visit bestcarbuys.com and fill out the easy credit form. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. There is an accident clearing off the right lane of westbound C-470 west of Quebec, so watch for activity there. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Speeds are way down on your southbound 225 drive. It is stop and go now as you work your way between the Cherry Creek Spillway and DTC Tamarack. Westbound I-270 stop and go as well. Quebec through to Vasquez and eastbound I-70 Reading Slow Pecos through to York. When buying a thermometer, trust over 50 published studies supporting the accuracy of the Exergen Temporal Scanner thermometer. Pick one up at Walmart or other fine retailers today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. From the Green Pro Partners text line 30933-30933. This person agrees with me wholeheartedly. He writes in, he or she, parents are killing Halloween. 
There were parents driving their kids trick-or-treating in my neighborhood. Driving. It's walkable. It's lit. It's not even cold. And these kids couldn't even walk their lazy blank to get free candy. And their parents enabling that? person's exactly right. Oh, my God. Driving your kids trick-or-treating? That's a joke. If you can't walk from house to house, you shouldn't be eating candy. That's a joke. It's kind of like the guy who couldn't walk from Thunder Mountain to Mad- no. to Space Mountain. You shouldn't no. be riding a roller coaster. 5107, confronting Manchester, front and center. Mm-hmm. Legwald needs to apologize for what? Well, yeah. Disagreeing with your opinion? No, it wasn't disagreeing. Disagreeing is cool. I was openly mocked. Um, I, uh, the what, victory what, lap what, was what over you, the what top. What do you mean by openly mocked? Oh, I mean, we could, we could go back and play those shows from like the, the Tuesday after the Cowboy game. Yeah, I, I don't understand what in your world mocked is. I think we how, all, we all know over here is your skin. Oh, not thin at all. Otherwise I'd have walked off this show 11 months ago. I'm like a reptile. <laughs> what are you, crocodile? <laughs> <laughs> crocodile Manchester. <laughs> we have changed the name again. <laughs> or 11 days ago, maybe. I think that was the, the, yeah. the headphone was train the incident day. day. That yeah. was the day. We weren't I mean, on I, Periscope. Periscope quite yet. Oh, that would have been a yeah. hell of a pair. If I came back the Wednesday after that incident or whatever day of the week it was, I obviously do not have a thin skin. By the way, are you sitting in my seat again, HW? He is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought you we want to explain this. to the folks why you're not sitting in your seat? Because <laughs> I'm sitting in my home. Uh, yeah, Which I have, I have no problem with, but, well, you know. I'll, I'll, if you want me to tell the folks why, I'll tell them why. Because I'm doing a radio show this morning. And then after this, I'm going to Nugget Shoot-Around. And then after that, I'm going to the Broncos press conference. And then after that, I have a, a Let's Talk football shoot. And then after that, I got Nuggets pregame. And then after that, I got the Nuggets game. And then after I got the Nuggets postgame. How's your day going? That's all well and good, man. It's just it, mm-hmm. apparently you can't have I'm someone sitting in your seat. You do not sit in my chair. We've established this. I was. You have a chair. You know, I it's also Scott's chair, right? You know, it's also Mosier's chair. You know, it's also Nate's chair. You know, it's also Dover's chair, right? From 7 to 10 a.m., Vic sits in that chair. That's what the people expect on Periscope. Now, and to, when I'm not there, I want a, I want a picture of me up or something. Well, we're working on that. Just for the record, I think it's coming after the iPad for Marty. Um, <laughs> when I was here all by myself on Monday in this yeah. studio, because Vic was home and HW was sleeping one off. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> sat in my chair. I didn't move over there. I sat here. I didn't sit in Vic's chair. Do you want me to move? Would no, that make I, everyone I, feel better point, right now? No, at this point, it's too late. Well, it's too late. You've infected yeah. the area. Let's get on with our piping hot takes, please. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter and Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. All right, before we get going with my hot take, I got to hear from Vance Joseph again yesterday, his press conference at Dove Valley about the quarterback situation, whether or not they're going to make a change. Let me hear what you got there, Jess. Well, right now we've got Trevor as the starter, and, and uh, we've got Brock as our backup. You know, Paxton hadn't played football since week three of the preseason. He's only practiced four days. So, um you know, right now, I mean, he's been inactive the last uh, last ball game, so um, you know he won't be in that mix. All right, let's go ahead and eliminate uh, Paxton Lynch from the starters mix. They don't feel he's gotten enough reps so far this season. Probably don't think he's in shape. 
to play the position this week. Whatever it may be, he's not going to play. So it's down to uh, Brock and Trevor. What else did Vance say about the quarterback change? Will we see a change? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's it's my job to do what's best for the football team. And, um, again, when you've lost three games in a row and you've had the turnovers like we've had them, you know, we're minus 11, I think, in the last uh, – last three or four games and obviously 12 total so that's 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 not good you know and if you try to go the same way and it doesn't get better that's that's on me you know that's on me and again you know we have players and coaches putting a lot of time and effort in you know to get ready for these football games and guys are playing hard so i think it's fair to examine you know that position in all positions okay notice he didn't say it was going to happen. I mean, that's what we alluded to. He said it's a possibility that a quarterback change will happen. Well, let me tell you something. At 10.15 this morning, it's going to happen. Brock Osweiler is going to take reps with the number one team. And again, you're going to get all kinds of tweets on your Twitter machine that that's what they will see. And then they're going to talk about it after practice. My question is this morning, I guess my hot take is this. Why wait a day to make that announcement? What? What is it in the last 24 hours that's going to change anything? Is the tape going to change? Wait, are you going to rewatch the Kansas City game and things change? Is someone going to change their approach to football in 24 hours? Well, is somebody he... going to get hurt in 24 hours? You know, the only rational explanation I have for waiting 24 hours is the whole, well, we want to break it to them in person. We want the players here. Uh, why? Why? What? Why, why are we so sensitive? It's this whole NF, the NFL is so risk averse, right? They threw a party yesterday because five teams made trades, okay, at the trade deadline. In every other sport, the trade deadline is a circus. It's a zoo. In the NBA, people are trading year round for crying out loud. In every other sport, trades are, they happen every damn day. But in the NFL, they're so risk averse to anything. Exchanging players, benching players. I mean, it takes forever. Why? Why? What's the? Pro These are professional athletes. They're big boys. They go trick or treating on their own. They don't need to be driven around the cul-de-sac. Let them be big boys. I've never understand it. I never will. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. Do you remember when Brock Osweiler didn't show up at Peyton Manning's retirement presser? Yes, because I do. Do you remember when he blew off the White House for some fake OTA excuse? Because I do. Yes. Do you remember when he didn't show up at the ring ceremony? Because I do. And then Brock goes through hell and back, at least from a football standpoint, the last 12 months. He gets cut by the Cleveland Browns. He, he's desperate for a job, and John Elway brings him in. But he's kind of be, become a little bit of an afterthought. Brock Osweiler hasn't exactly been uh, on our minds the last few weeks until it was apparent Trevor Simeon couldn't play. And so now Brock Osweiler has a chance to save the day, and he has a golden opportunity. It's it's a chance to let bygones be bygones, because guess what? All the bitter feelings towards Brock and all the animosity towards Brock will go out the window if he has another stretch like he had in 2015 when he went 5-2, and two, helped the Broncos secure the number one seed in the AFC, and of course they went on to win three playoff games and win the Super Bowl. If Osweiler goes 5-2 and two over the next seven games and all of a sudden the Broncos at 8-6 and six have a shot to make the playoffs and he can finish it off and get them in the playoffs, 
and then this defense can get hot and they can make a little run in an AFC that's going to be wide open. We've said it all year. Bygones will be bygones, and Brock Osweiler will once again be the toast of Denver, just like he was when he beat the Patriots in overtime, just like he was when he helped him beat Cincy in overtime. Brock Osweiler has come full circle with a golden opportunity to make everyone forget how badly he handled the 2016 offense or offseason and how poorly he handled that time in his life. And he's got a chance to make everything right. And it starts this Sunday in Philadelphia. So does this mean you will uh, retract your request for an apology if he does exactly that? If he goes 5-2 and two the next seven games, that's better than saying sorry. No need, Brock. I tell you what, why don't you walk up to the uh, locker room with me today, and we'll go ahead and tell Brock that to his face. All right. Maybe a bro hug on the way out. <laughs> Let's see if you do that. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Man, so many routes I thought about going today, and I do want to get into Mike Liss's latest asinine tweet which thankfully we have great listeners to the show because they know Are you Mike still blocked? Are you yes. still blocked? They know Mike has, has has blocked me so they send me screenshots on Twitter which is fantastic. I will get into it. Uh I, I also can't believe here's why the newspaper business is dying guys. This is a total tangent. Front page of the sports page. Broncos coach explores all QB options. Then right below that team reeling after losing three in a row. You guys how do you spell team? T-E-A-M. Uh, Unless not, you're teaming with pride. Not according to the Denver Post, it's T-E-E-M. Well, you know, they're trying to get Come on. colloquial. Guys, that does you can't get away with that in a high school newspaper. What are we doing? All right, but here's the thing. The media needs to make sure they're holding Vance Joseph accountable. Because he said yesterday in his press conference, and he, he, he got on uh, Trevor Simeon for the three interceptions, horrific decisions. But then he went on to say Trevor Simeon had 20 to 25 amazing throws and checkdowns. So he essentially insinuated that the three interceptions were bad and everything else was good. Guys, he started 0 for 4, four worm burners, right? He had the third and two at the end of the first half where he wound up rolling to the left and getting sacked. He had sunshine wide open for a first down. And here's a play that I think is telling as to what's wrong with Trevor Simeon and why he's just not fit for this job. Broncos, I don't know if you guys remember this, they were driving. And after a play, Garrett Bowles got into a little skirmish with the defensive lineman for the Chiefs. And the play clock was running, and Trevor had to call a timeout because it was like six seconds left on the play clock. Go back and look at the film. There are two Chiefs sprinting off the field, if he'd have snapped the ball, it's a free play because there would have been too many men on the field. Instead, Mr. Cerebral, Mr. Northwestern panics and calls a timeout. Here's the other thing. What do you think Peyton Manning says to Garrett Bowles in that situation? Dude, get your butt back to the huddle. I just had to burn a timeout because you're down here skirmishing with this guy and you got nothing, nothing out of Simeon. Blank stare, walk to the sidelines. Didn't realize the opportunity that they had for a free play. Didn't get on his left tackle for putting his personal beef with the with the Chiefs defensive lineman ahead of the team. Just nothing. Just blank stare, walks across the field. So to say he had three bad plays and everything else was amazing, amazing, is the most disingenuous, false, ridiculous comment we've heard out of this coach. It's absurd. And you didn't hear any, did anybody call it out or are we just going to regurgitate it today in the newspaper? 
Just regurgitate it. Regurgitate it on the air. What a joke. What a bunch I agree of with you here. I, you know, he said he made uh, 20 to 25 other amazing throws. I'm, I'm not sure what not. his standards are. I'm not sure what the standards of amazing are. I will say this. Every time I hear you speak on this subject, you always go back to the same. You always compare Simeon to Peyton. And and, and it's such an unfair, well, ridiculous comparison. Fine. And it makes me wonder. Fine. Well, Pick another quarterback. You, you, here's Pick another competent quarterback. I, I, I think you do the same thing. You probably do the same thing at home. You're comparing your wife to your mother. Because well, you're probably like, well, my mom makes apple pie with real fine, apples. Fine. What would, and she's always done that. What would Jake Plummer have done, Vic? How about that? Let's go with a guy who... You can make comparisons all you want. The bottom line is he's a second-year starting quarterback. Oh, my They're God. They're going to make mistakes. Rating him on a curve. Why don't we have the same curve for, for Paxton Lynch? You accuse me of worrying about Paxton Lynch being drafted in the first round. I'm the opposite. I don't care where either guy was drafted. I evaluate it. You and everybody else in this town gives Trevor a pass because well, he was drafted in the seventh we round. We all acknowledge he's we played don't bad. The Broncos You're don't just... start with a 10-0 lead because they drafted a guy in the seventh round who's nice. They don't. You're just piling on now. Oh, no, I'm not. You're, yes, no, you are. Not. I'm calling on. out Balderdash. That's bull. <laughs> that is such bull that, that, that Vance Joseph put out there in front of people. And I will explain to you after Jared Bednar why it's bull and why people should be concerned with how this team is covered because it's how we got in this situation. And people you're need to stop putting up with it. And Mike Kliss, you're on notice at 745. I'm calling you out for your latest crap. Your hot take just compared the day after his worst game as a pro, Trevor Simeon to Peyton Manning. Again! That's Again. not what I did at That's all. all you That's not do. what I did at all. That's Again. not what I did. I didn't compare him to Peyton well, Manning. Peyton Manning I, whatever, my hot take done. was Vance Joseph is full of you know what. That was my hot take, and nobody's calling him out on it. 20 to 25 amazing plays? What in the hell are you watching, Vance Joseph? What are you watching? Jared take. Sorry I mentioned Peyton Manning. We won't mention him again the rest of the day. I'll use a thousand other quarterbacks who would have done the same thing. No more Peyton Manning. I'm done with it. Now throw your headphones for the Periscope audience. Jeez, throw them. Christmas. Throw them. Bang your head on the table. Let the people know how you feel. Jared Bednar coming up next. You have questions? 30933 is the text line. Send your questions. The coach is next. This is bad. Who's really to blame right now? And we're breaking down the bad. The Trevor decline was has been evident for weeks and weeks. They've got to get better in the draft, and they got to get more talent. The run game was there. The run game was there. You Pass know, protection wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. I don't understand why this holier-than-thou attitude around quarterbacks exists in the National Football League. Home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Brock Vember oh. begins. Altitude 950. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. 
That's InspireSleep.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A couple accidents clearing. There's an accident reported westbound C-470 west of Quebec. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Westbound C-470 is slow as well with heavy traffic bulls through to Morrison Road. And an accident clearing southbound Sheridan at 82nd Avenue, clearing off the center lane there. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. We do it every Wednesday with the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche, Jared Bednar, joins us on the hotline. If you have any questions, comments for the coach, 30933-30933. Coach, um, happy post-Halloween to you. How active was your neighborhood? Did you have a bunch of trick-or-treaters? I only had four. No, no. I sent uh, my daughter went with a whole bunch of friends and uh, was roaming around one of the neighborhoods collecting candy. and uh, we, we But we were pretty quiet over at our place. Hey, honest question, and I may sound ignorant asking this. Do you guys do Halloween in Canada? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it seems a little different, though, because you're trodden through some snow on uh, on certain years, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> hey, you're probably also giving away cans of Molson and stuff like that. It's a different deal up there. I understand. <laughs> hey, Coach, uh, beyond the uh, trick-or-treating, how crazy – this schedule's nuts. It feels like forever since you guys last played a hockey game. And I know why it's set up. You know, you're making the trip to Sweden and you need some layoff. But as a coach, is it tough to adjust to this? Um, you know what? We've been, I think we've been a little bit fortunate with it here. We had uh, a little break last week where we got a few good practice days in. And then we're doing the same thing again right now going into tomorrow night's game. Um, mostly because we're we're a little bit banged up. Like we've got those guys that we lost uh, in the home game against St. Louis. Everyone's trying to recover, and they're all on these timelines of two to three weeks. And you know, an extra three or four days off where they're not missing games is 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 real important. So we can hopefully have them healthy when we're playing. Um, so we're kind of enjoying the time. And then obviously this trip to Sweden's uh, is something that the guys are all excited about. And um, but it, but it is strange. Right now we've got two, three, four days in between games, and then we're playing back to back all the time. Like we play back to back this weekend, and then back to back again next weekend in Sweden. So that that's the price you pay for for getting the extra practice time. Why they're not sending our show to Sweden is downright criminal, but that's another story. <laughs> um, 
three games in 12 ga- uh, twelve days, five games in 17 days. You have to adjust as any team does. Let's talk about the games last weekend because you talk about a roller coaster. Uh, you go to Vegas, and that wasn't fun. Nothing's fun about losing to Vegas the way you did. But the following night, you respond with what I felt was your best game of the year because of what happened the night before. I want to ask you, we hear that Gabriel Landeskog led a players' meeting before that game. Any idea? Did you have any notion that was happening? Uh, yep, yep. I, um, well, I mean, we heard about it, so I thought it was a good idea for him. Um, and then we had one with the team with, as coaches as well. I think uh, it's important that our leadership group does that and looks good on them for stepping up. I like I like Gabe's comments after our, our loss in Vegas. You know, everyone's pretty quick to, uh, you know, come after our team a little bit and say, you know, this is just like last year or whatever, but we're a different group and, and our team didn't respond like that last year and have a have a leadership meeting and they didn't respond that way the next night on the ice in most games so i think uh having that meeting is a big part of it uh getting guys on the same page and and then uh also to follow up and and get the result we did on the ice and the effort we did on the ice and especially the start of the game uh to get out and and, and get playing well and and be the aggressors again at home i think is uh you know real important and and and, and our guys did a great job with that and that's why we got the two points. Well, you know, Coach, they got mad. You know, perhaps a year ago they feel sorry for themselves after what happens in Vegas, but now I see a little anger, and it's good to have that anger. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the competitive spirit in our team right now. Our team has good spirit. I mean, we're a bunch of young guys, and, um, you know, coming with that fire and that passion every night is key. And and if it's missing, you can't win. Um so we're still a work in progress as a team. We make our mistakes. We're trying to learn from them every day. And and the one thing that has to be a constant with our team is is we have to continue to improve. But but we have to have that that fire and that passion and that spirit every night. And and we have to be willing to use our legs, both offensively and defensively. And 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 that can be a strength of our game. And 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 really the the games at home we've done that. And and that's why we're getting the results. On that note, Coach, uh, somebody on the text line chiming in with uh, this. Love seeing a guy like Greer in the lineup. The kid loves to compete. He brings some aggressiveness and tenacity. Thoughts on Greer's play so far? Yeah, I think he's been great. I think he's been great. I mean, he right from day one of training camp, you know, talking to talking roster decisions and and with our coaches and deciding on on players that we're going to keep he was a guy that we felt along with a guy like say Gabriel Bork that did everything they could possibly do to make our team he he came with that fire that passion that grittiness he has something that 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 we lack a little bit in our lineup he has that size he's a straight line player and he makes guys uh, opponents pay physically on every chance he gets, and and he's always mixing it up, and you can tell he, he's passionate about it. It, it comes naturally to him, um, and if it doesn't, he works really hard at making sure that it's in his game, which is important. Uh, unfortunately for for Gersey, he's got the uh, 
the concussion in in the melee against Dallas and exhibition and it set him back. So he missed almost a month and uh with a slow start to the schedule in San Antonio it took a while for him to get some games. Now injuries bring him back up and again he's making a case for himself. He's he's bringing something to the table here that that um that we like and that, and that we need and and you know, so I, th- I think he's doing everything he can to, to, to remain in our lineup, and, and there'll be some tough decisions again as we move forward if we can get healthy. Tell you what, the fans like you got Landy rolling now with McKinnon and Miko, and that line was just superb Saturday against Chicago. You're going to stick with that? Uh, you got you got to stick with that mix, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's hard yeah. not to after that. And that's the thing, you know, like everyone, you know, there's a. The, we sit and bounce around ideas in our coaching office and try to make sure we get depth of scoring and and uh, jump start more than one line and and we've juggled our lines a little bit and, you know over that uh, couple game losing streak and uh, Landy you know he was just very consistent at what he was doing and and we needed to get a little bit of spark out of Mac and Miko and. And, and to be honest with you, you look at the video and you and you break it down and see how you can help. And they were playing pretty good. They just weren't weren't getting to the interior of the ice enough. And just that little added, um, you know, I, I think snake bit a little bit on some of the chances and, and maybe too much pass first mentality. We need those guys shooting a little bit more. But they came out from the start of that game as a threesome and really set the tone for our team. Got one off the four check right away, and then we're clicking on the power play. So. Big night from those guys, our leaders in, on the night when we needed them to respond. And EJ again playing 26, 27 minutes against their top guys. I think I think those guys led the way for us, and, and the rest of the team followed suit. I believe Miko still leads the team in points. Should that surprise you at this juncture, or was that expected? No, it doesn't surprise me, especially after the way he finished off last season. You know, he, he ends up getting 20 goals, and he, he he should be right in the mix with 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 Dutchie and Mac and um, Landy for that matter. And I think that you know we have some other guys that are capable of producing too. So I, it doesn't surprise me at all. He the work he put in in the summer, he came back in great shape. He's a big guy that can protect pucks. Obviously, has a knack around the net. Um, plays a lot of power play and, and, and plays with Mac and, and now Landy or two good line mates every night. I think that I think that we expect him now to, to produce and you're always worried a little bit about a sophomore slump and I think they got out to a little bit of a slow start from a production standpoint, but uh we're confident if they keep doing the right things that, that and they should be confident that, that the numbers will come for them and in turn help us get a few more wins here. Uh, Nick Zadarov, healthy scratch the last two games. What does he have to show you to earn back that playing time? He's just got to keep working. He's just got to keep working. He's doing a good job here in practice now and uh, and off the ice. And, you know, it, it, it's a similar start to what he had last year. I thought he was a little bit slow out of the gates and, you know, not making any excuses. a big guy. It kind of takes a little time. He missed some training camp. Um He's out, you know, there's, there's some guys that we have that have come in that we really like what they're doing. They're, and, and they're, they're making a few less mistakes than, than, uh, Big Z right now. Um, but this is a long year. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So we need all those guys involved. And he's still putting in some, 
some really good work here off the ice, and I'm confident he'll get back and, and, and get helping us here a little bit. It's just right now we've got we've got eight healthy D, and and some of those guys are playing real well. So so we're just kind of going with the the lineup that's that's getting it done most consistently. Coach, you referenced mistakes. Is that just taking penalties? I mean, he's, he takes a lot of them when he's out there. Is that moving your feet? You always mention move your feet, and you won't take as many penalties. Well, from a checking standpoint, that's one thing, and, and he hasn't been that bad in, in that regard. But um, you know, some of the most of our sort of self-inflicted mistakes as a team come with the puck, not without it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the odd mistake in coverage, like everyone else does, and um, sometimes you get a different look from a team that 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 guys just make plays, and, and you want to make sure you're not repeating those checking mistakes, but. Um, for us, we we tend to make the wrong decisions with the puck to come back on us and hurt us, and that that's sort of our mo as a as a young team, as a team that's you know trying to find their ways. When teams put pressure on us, we have to be confident that we can skate through some checks, that we can put the puck in in safe areas or the right areas, and, and be predictable to ourselves. I think is the key, so we can get the puck back. So when a lot of guys on the ice are doing one thing and then we turn the puck over someplace, it, it usually comes back and hurts us in a big way, if not in goals against, at least in scoring chances against or extended D-zone time. And, we, and we've been seeing that even in some of our wins, but we've been trying to stick with our game plan and make sure that we, we remain predictable to ourselves and, and, and then things usually work out the way we, we want them to work out. But it's a process for sure, and we're hopefully cleaning that up as we go through here you know it's we're 11 games in now and 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 some of those puck play uh decisions that we make with the puck are are starting to clean up and and now we just got to get more consistent with it in order to continue to win hockey games saw jt comfer uh skating the other day Uh, when does the cast come off when when do you think he's able to play We're, we're shooting for the sweden games um there he's skating so he's gonna have his legs because he basically started skating two days after he got hurt and he's been putting in some real good work on and off the ice he was in what in uh top condition when he left and um the problem with him right now is he just can't handle the puck he doesn't have he's not cleared to handle the puck yet but they're trying to get i think uh uh Working out a date when he's going back to see the doc here in the next few days where hopefully he can get a uh, a playing cast on, which will allow him to start handling the puck. It'll be a little bit of a nuisance for him. It'll take a few days for him to get used to it, and then he'll have to get cleared um, from a medical standpoint to actually start contact and, and, and jump in the game. So it's sort of basically two, uh, two more steps to the process here before he can get in, but hopefully Sweden. All right, so you got Carolina tomorrow night at home. And then you got the East Coast two game trip, uh, Philly, New York before you go to Sweden. Yeah. You got two there. So I count, you got, you got five suits you need to pack. That's a lot of suitcases. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, it's, it's gotta be a one suitcase trip, you know, like that's the, that's the sort of mandate we have as a team. So, you know, you wear one and pack a few others, squeeze them in there, I guess is the best way to go. But it's a long trip for, for four games because we leave, uh, Friday morning after the skate and we're gone till the following, I guess Sunday, Monday, you know, we gain a half a day coming back. So it, it is a little bit of a long trip, but 
you might need some get some casual clothes in there too for the few days in Sweden where we're not practicing, and hopefully we can get out and look around and enjoy ourselves. And, and I'm told we are going to do this show next week from Sweden. We have a phone number. I don't know how we're going to get a hold of you. But I don't know where you'll be. I don't know what the time change is. But you're fully prepared to do this show next week from a foreign country, correct? Yeah, yeah. I've been told it's uh, I'll be three thirty in the afternoon is what I've been told. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be in the hotel room, give me a shout, and I'll let you know how it's going over there. Look, Coach, best of luck. We'll talk before you leave. Uh, you got Carolina tomorrow night at Pepsi Center. Hopefully the crowd gets into it as we've seen so far this season. That Chicago game was fun to watch. Thanks again. Thank you. All right, Thanks. that is Jared Bednar every Wednesday right here on Altitude 950. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Denver cornerback Aqib Talib on Altitude 950. It's a team game, man. Everybody got to do their job. Uh, we got our special teams putting the ball on the ground. We got uh, our office not scoring very many points. Told you how defense could have played better. We could have got that stop. Aqib Talib. And then we're going to play the best team in the league, Philadelphia. Hey, man, we got we to gotta find something. We need some type of spark, man. Every Tuesday at 815 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. Only on Altitude 950. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000, or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives Gives them that assurance. And that's the key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Ever notice how some big sporting goods stores don't carry goods for your sport? Like hockey gear. Center Ice is your hometown specialty hockey shop. They have all the major brands, including Bauer, CCM, Vaughn, and True. And right now, you can save 10% on everything in the store. Everything. Ice, inline, goalie, and referee gear. 10% off now till November 15th. Register to win top-of-the-line hockey gear and get a free gift. With purchase, Center Ice, the specialty hockey store, in the Tech Center, in the Marina Square Shopping Center. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. 
But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Westbound T470 really slowing down now. Bulls through to Morrison Road. Traffic brought to you by Amazon. There's a crash clearing southbound Sheridan at 82nd. I-25 northbound. Expect stop and go traffic. Castle Pines to C470 southbound running very slow. Boulder Turnpike through to Spear. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I want to thank Coach Bednar for joining us again. The, uh, the ads will be in Sweden next week this time, and we'll do the uh, interview from Sweden. He's going he's gonna to join us from Sweden. That's how we do it, a long-distance call. Is that even considered long distance anymore with cell phones? Yeah, I've got I've got like a country code. We've got a call, like an area code. It's yeah, I'm reading it right now. It's three five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen. It's fifteen numbers we have to dial to get Shut through. Shut your face! Holy coach. cow! Yep. Are we gonna be able to do that? You know, like with our board and all that. I mean, is it gonna get lost somewhere? The, the call stops in Iceland. Haven't we done this before, though, when uh, the Nuggets were in London last year? I think we were just calling London left and right. And then remember when Kyle Keefe as Horace Ramey called uh, that bar in Iceland before oh, their right. game? That's and we right. had to dial a country code for that, too. So we've definitely pulled it off before. Oh, we're calling Kyle. We we are calling yes, Kyle. For sure. For sure. You know, I'm, Is he I'm going calling... to Sweden? Yes, he's going. Well, if we call him, we have to call him on a day you're here because he won't talk to Will and I. Help me understand that. He's going to Sweden. I didn't get to go to London. Help me understand that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody do the addition for me there. I don't know. You know, the more I think about it, the more I think, I should should be the one going to Sweden. Why why does... why does Mosier need to go? Mosier can call the game from the studio. Is Sweden in November really a perk? Well, any foreign country is great just to go see. I've never really? been to Sweden. Any yeah. foreign country, any time of year is great. Well, come on, dude. You know how it is with me and cold. I'm not a big fan. That, but well, I'll that's go. why I brought it up. But the point is, if people are listening at Altitude uh, KSC Sports, there's no reason Mosier can't do the game from the studio. It's probably a better vantage point anyway. And the you know the language barrier is going to hurt him. Kyle doesn't need to – Kyle, you can't play golf, so you shouldn't go. I should be on this trip to Sweden because I host the coaches' show every Wednesday. I've got I think the, we've come to that conclusion. Yeah, sure. I've got the 10-day forecast pulled up. It's going to be a lot of uh, 30s and 40s in Sweden. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm out. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Out. Hey, uh, hey, Vic, um, I want to bring up a tweet that I got sent to me okay. yesterday because uh, I'm blocked by Mike Kliss, the uh, 
Bronco's beat writer for the uh, beat reporter because he does more than just write uh, for Nine News. But uh, one of our fine listeners um, sent me the screenshot. I want to get your guys' take on this. Um, this was yesterday at 3.09, so it was, what, a couple hours after uh, Vance Joseph's press conference. I'll yeah. read it in its entirety, and then I want to pick it apart a little bit. Broncos have Ph.D. in handling QB switches. Joseph so far getting high grades. Calm and controlled in dealing with hostile press. Hashtag nine sports. Okay, so a couple of things. That's, uh, you know, you know, you know how I defend the media to the full, to the fullest, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to Manchester's attacks. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't get that one. Mm-hmm. A couple of things. Broncos have PhD in handling QB switches. What the hell does that mean? I think he means they've done it before, but this staff has never done it before. I mean, Elway's so done it before. The PR department's done it before, but right. the staff hasn't Kubiak done it before. Kubiak has done that, that it, almost, but he doesn't work while well, he does. But not that almost leads coach. me to believe that the QB switches aren't being made by the coaches. Ooh, interesting. That also leads me to believe the QB switch has already been made, because why would you tweet that if yeah. there wasn't a switch? In advance. So that's a little bit of a leak. But what, is um, the, what is the PR spin here? Well, hang what, on, hang on. What's happening? Joseph so far getting high grades. From who? Who? Who gave him high grades? I mean, did Mike? Mike give him high grades? I mean, I thought Vance was fine yesterday, but did you think, boy, that was an A-plus press conference? High grades? And then here's just the the comical part to me. Calm and controlled. He was. I thought Vance was very calm and controlled yesterday. I, I, I thought he was good in that regard. In dealing with hostile press. Really? That, that that one made me laugh. Hostile? That one made me laugh as if we're in Philly and guys right. are in the back of the room saying, get out of here. I mean, look, there were more pointed questions yesterday for Vance than at any time since he's been the Broncos head coach. I would agree with that. But it wasn't hostile by well, any Nick, means. Nikki's pretty hostile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Nikki. Make sure you don't so, confirm to her. But, but it, Nick. It, Nick can fire you up. This so made my point that I've been making for 13 months on this show how the media in this town is soft because as soon as they have a press conference where after losing three straight games in which they've scored, what, 16, 10, uh, 0, and 19 points, they're asking about a, a quarterback change. They're 12 and 11 since winning a Super Bowl. 12 and 11. The coach actually gets some hard questions and – the guy who's basically on the team payroll accuses them of being hostile. What? What are we talking about? Hostile? That was that was not even tense. That was nothing. And he accuses the media of being hostile because, you know what, they're not just coddling him like everybody does in this town all the time. It was an absurd tweet well, and so shows that he's just a – He's just part of the PR machine for the Denver Broncos. Well, here's my advice then. If if you want to see true hostility, I invite you, Manchester, to show up at the next press conference. Come today well, maybe and I be will. hostile. Maybe I will. Come down well, and be hostile. That, I, I invite HW to show up, talk to uh, Brock, demand that apology, show some hostility. Let me. But here's, here's the thing. Here's what happens. Here's how the, the media down there works. During training camp or during OTAs, Somebody was told by somebody inside the organization, you know what, I think we're probably going to go with Trevor. That makes its rounds in the media. And then nobody wants to be wrong, right? Nobody wants to be the guy who everybody thinks is wrong. So they all watch practice and preseason games through the lens of, it's going to be Trevor. 
So they see what they want to see and say mm-hmm. Trevor looks good and Paxton looks terrible. That's what they say. So because, you think their view is tainted? Yes, because if you're like me, and I don't care what somebody has said inside the organization, I'm just watching practice and watching games with a naked eye and saying, what do I see? Paxton was just as good as Trevor. Just as good. But mm-hmm. these guys all sit there and say what they they need to say so they can be right because you know what they think they would look silly going on the radio saying Paxton looked good today at practice and then Trevor ends up winning the job so they don't want to look foolish but instead they look moronic because four weeks after talking about should he get a long term extension the guy's getting benched so you were afraid to look dumb in training camp by being quote unquote wrong and actually reporting what you were seeing and just regurgitating what the team wanted you to, and now you look moronic because you're on your radio show four weeks after talking about should he get a long-term extension, and the guy's getting benched. Well, hostile. I've never, hostile. I've never been afraid to look dumb, do it on a daily basis, do so for the rest hostile. of the show. Tell you Jeff Lightwell joins us hostile. at 8.30. Adam Morris coming up at 9 o'clock. What a joke. HW still seated in my chair in the studio. Set today. That's a problem. We're Man. back up to this timeout. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are back home taking on the Raptors at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 635. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So you guys may watch some of the periscopes I do with my father, Easy e correct? And we do most of those from his dinner table, the table at my mom and dad's house. Yes. Where is my dad always seated? He's always seated at the head of the table there. That's his chair. That's his seat, right? Mm-hmm. Is that like no, the nobody, stairs behind him? Is that what that is? Or yeah, yeah. Nobody's still going ever, on about this chair thing, no, man. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just giving you an example. Nobody ever takes my dad's seats, even when yeah. he's not there. Like yeah. on occasion, on occasion, my brother-in-law, not blood family, just married into the family. You didn't understand know the difference there. Occasionally, he'll take that chair, and the rest of us will be looking like, "Whoa, dude! No, it's not the way this works, right?" You'd never sit in that seat. Yeah. I just, it's these millennials and their inability to understand their place. Just because I'm not there, HW, you never take my damn chair. Someone ever. needs to sit in this chair for every show. It's the central hub chair. What are we supposed to just tell the pilot next time to try to fly the plane from the back? You need someone flying it. Clearly, I was brought up right because I did not sit in your chair just because you weren't here. Exactly. What, what central hub chair? What, what do you think? What, what are you flying exactly? What are you doing? You get a good look at fascinations from there. That's it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on over here, dude. I got two monitors in front of me for a reason. I'm identifying problems that need to be solved. I've already what, done what one the during problems? a break. Give me the latest problem that needed to be solved. There was something Jesse and I had to talk about in the stack that needed an adjustment. I, we took care of it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad nobody came to your door for Halloween last night. So glad. Yeah, so me too, because I ate all the candy instead. It was and great. <laughs> when you were growing up, did everybody sit in the same seat at the table every, every time? Every single time. Me too, Will. Nobody you? ever altered yeah. that. You had a sign seat. Ever. Uh, yeah. well, I'm guessing Will's house was kind of, hey, sit whatever's yeah. closest. You, you, know what, you know what Will's house was? Hey, let's just sit Indian style on the floor. <laughs> You're really upset about this chair thing. Well, I mean, again, it's order. 
I mean, those of us who grew up with order, this is organization. This is the order you have. Yeah. You, you know what? If I'm allowed Keep to start the doing the show from my basement, then you can have the chair too. Vic's almost so I'm being, not in my basement. Vic, you're kind of being hostile about this. Yeah, yeah I am. Hostile man. press over here. I mean, man. It's a hostile takeover of my freaking yeah. seat. I mean, just so uh, did you guys watch World Series at all last night? Did uh, you uh-huh. know the game uh, after a game five? Right after what we saw in game five, I feel again spoiled because nothing will ever approach that. I think. I don't, you know, any game that doesn't go to extra innings going back and forth with three-run moonshots is now boring to me. How, how sad is that? Uh, Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little bit of a letdown. It was a 3-1 game. I mean, it, you know, it was, it was fine. Uh, It sets up for tonight, which should be fun. It was it was background noise, right? We were all doing trick or treating stuff. Like, did anybody really sit down and focus on that game? I didn't. Well, I didn't get any trick or treaters, so I watched. I the did. Game. I, yeah, so did I. I watched the whole damn game. <laughs> I was busy, I I'd been in years. I had. I thought you didn't even take your kids trick or treating. I didn't. I was passing out candy the whole time, and then I had kids who would come up and they'd look in the bowl and specifically request things. No, 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 no. I no, want no, a Reese's. No. I want a Kit no, Kat. Don't give them anything. Well, the one kid, I gave him candy, and he goes, well, I want a Reese's. So I reached in, took something back, and then gave him a Reese's. <laughs> See when Paul oh, Manchester that guy? on this yeah. guy? By the way, by the way, what is the policy? I, I've always wondered about this. So I, I was at that golf tournament last week at Shadow Creek, and we wanted to tip the dude who was he was hand-rolling cigars, right? Oh, so all, all I had... Caviar, hand-rolled cigars, private jet... Oh God! I get more angry the more I hear yeah, about. Some this. of us took a Southwest plane to Vegas and played yeah. at Royal Links. Some of us whatever. were here doing shows in a studio all by ourselves. Okay, so go ahead. I'm sure you were so guy. thrilled Monday morning. <laughs> some dudes were throwing fifties at this guy. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna play that deep. I'm not throwing a fifty at you. I put a fifty in there, but I want to change right for my tip. <laughs> no. So I put the fifty in the cigar box, and then I go in to get my change, no. and no. he gives me a look like. I'm going to cut your hand off. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm not giving you all of this. I'm giving you what I feel is the proper tip here. And if I have to take change, I'll take it. Well, did is that, you, did is that you a problem? ask him? Did you say like, hey man, you got change for a 50? No, I don't have time to do all that. Yeah, there's all kinds, there's money touching, in, there's money in the box. There's change right in front of me. I see the change. You're not the cashier. You can't be touching the cash box. Well, then maybe he gets nothing. Okay, fine. You've made the decision <laughs> for me. You get nothing. And the if only bill you had on you was a 50? That's it? All you had was a 50? If a kid Notice comes to my roll. house yeah. and roller. specifically requests a candy, you get nothing. Well, See I, you later. That was what was going through my head, and that was what it was in my heart. I, I had it happen three or four times. Oh, I want a Kit Kat. Oh, I want a Reese's. I was like, what are you talking about? Okay, while we're on this subject, Jesse, let's roll our Power 5. Let's just get to it right now. Get it out of the way. Our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. HW? We've got a uh, pair of tickets to see the Nuggets and the Heat on Friday night over at Pepsi Center. Uh, on the Reimpro Partners text line 30933, we want to know the most consistently underrated not overrated, underrated Halloween candy, 30933, our favorite one. We'll send you to the Nuggets and the Heat on Friday night at Pepsi Center. Well, I noticed Vic retweeted something from Business Insider yesterday, and it showed the most popular Halloween candy by each state. And it had Colorado leading the charge with Twizzlers. Twizzlers. No. Who voted there? Who comes yes. up with this? Who is the person representing Colorado? I want to meet this person. 
I want to meet the person. He's probably the same person who's referring to North Denver's Highlands. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. I want to fight this person now. Twizzlers would not be good. By the way, there was one cute little girl who specifically requested Hershey's, like a simple, traditional, classic Hershey's. I gave her two. With or without almonds? Just plain. Just yeah. plain Hershey's. I'm like, she's... She's she's into the classics. Yeah, I was a fan. You want to know the most underrated? Can you guys see this candy in my hand right here? Can you see this? Is this that is a so caramel? Classy. Yes, just a basic caramel. That's all. That's it. It doesn't have to be all dressed up. No sparkles. No chocolate inside. It, it, the packaging is as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. Just a basic piece of caramel. I can live with this for the rest of my life. Just give me caramel. I'm good. You know what else these kids today don't understand? Is Vic, when we were little... There wasn't such a thing as like a bite-sized Snickers. When you went trick-or-treating, you either got a full candy bar, a penny. Or an apple with a razor in it. Or an apple with a razor in it. That's what you got. Or like a toothbrush, right? Wasn't or that like a toothbrush. The thing? Yeah, the or there were some houses where they'd give you a can of pop. But like, One year, my dad gave away sausage. <laughs> oh, that's the most easy thing I've ever heard. That's all we had. Uh, or like it would be things, the, the caramels reminded me because it would just be like wrapped in tinfoil. Can you imagine giving some, be, giving kids nowadays stuff that, oh yeah, I made this fudge, I'm just wrapping it in tinfoil. Parents would, don't out. eat it. Yeah. Oh my god, does it have gluten? Guys, guys, we have watered down Halloween because they get candy all week at school, they get yes. ridiculous school things, and then they got the, the trunk or treat crap that goes on over the weekend before Halloween. There's so much candy in their lives. By the time they get to Halloween night, they're candied out. I'm telling you. It's like, what, what, what's this? I don't need that. You, you can have, I got candy all over my floor. I got my, my damn dogs eating candy off the floor this morning. So you're going with caramel is the most underrated. Consistently well, underrated. Um, man, I I might just go with a classic, like a Milky Way, because everyone just thinks "Eh." it's so disgusting. Exactly. So So it's underrated because people dismiss it. People dismiss Milky Way. They dismiss Snickers. I'm having a hard time. I'd rather eat a cell phone. I'm having a hard time coming up with ones I like. I can think of all the ones I don't like. Uh, I got my, my brother just chimed in with a uh, hearty, hearty pack of Rolos. Ooh, Rolos are great. What are Rolos? I don't even know what they are. What? The little what, things what the they come in. circular chocolate things, Yeah, right? with caramel in them, and they, yeah. they come wrapped in gold tinfoil. Again, again, see what I got in my hand? Just see the caramel? Very simple. Yeah. But you don't need what, to wrap it with anything else. There's nothing inside, just caramel. Here's what you do with Rolos. You put them in the freezer. Oh, my goodness, that's good. God, you guys are freaks. That's what you, most underrated. I like the little mini boxes of nerds. Because it's about the right amount of nerds. So I'm going to go nerds is the most underrated. Yeah, I'm going to change my vote to payday, too. The more I thought about it, the more I'm changing it. Payday is a good one. I I don't even know what a payday is. It's a nut roll with no chocolate. No chocolate. Just a plain old nut roll. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, isn't it called nut roll? Well, that's like the Pearson's version of it. Is that the generic version? And that's the one that comes in the red, but the white labeled one is a a white wrapping. Well, whatever the Walgreens version is, I like that version. Yes. Keep them coming in, 30933. We are getting a lot of votes. We'll send one of you to the Nuggets game on Friday night. Uh, 8141, I cannot give you the Nuggets tickets for calling candy corn underrated. Candy corn is garbage. I've noticed here in Colorado, especially, we got a lot of candy elitists. You guys are spoiled, man. I mean, judging from some of these texts coming in, what the hell's wrong with you people? Just get a good piece of caramel. Throw it in your mouth. You'll be happy for the candy rest of your life. Candy corn mixed with some honey roasted peanuts? God, that's good. Oh, candy corn is trash. Oh, my Candy corn gosh. is pure trash. 
Oh. It tastes like candle wax. I might give it to this guy. It's the, the, awful. He may get some tickets just for awful. having the courage to say it. All right, we're back after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. And listening to Vance Joseph today, guys, my feeling is that he's ready to make the change. He is ready to go to Brock Osweiler as the starting quarterback of this football team. But he doesn't want to. He He still thinks Trevor's better than Brock. He still thinks Trevor gives him the best best chance to win a football game. Listen, Vance is being very measured right now, and I think that's the way he should be. He should be very measured, but once you're done being measured, you need to make a decision, and you need to go with it. And I think that that's what he's on the verge of doing here, but he wants to talk to his guys first. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Uh, Bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs. Bacon then. There's got to be something else to have for breakfast. For a fresh spin on breakfast, try Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company with your eggs or with an English muffin. It's full of omega-3s and protein, so you'll feel natural energy all day. Mmm. Tomorrow, Honey Smoked Salmon and pancakes. Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Is your next great paying, rewarding job in the oil and gas industry? Ranger Energy is now hiring for many positions, including CDL drivers, derrick hands, relief operators, cement operators, and snubbing. Come to the career fair at the Double Tree in Greeley, Friday, November 3rd from 2 to 7, and Saturday, November 4th from 10 to 5. Ranger Energy will be hiring on the spot. Don't miss your opportunity to work for Ranger Energy. You'll get competitive pay and outstanding benefits. Ranger Ranger Energy is an equal opportunity employer. More information at rangerenergy.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South of in Aurora. 
the breakfast burrito mostly. Sam's number three. I'm a sucker for burritos, and then you make a breakfast, and I'm in. I love their home fries, and I love the tomatillo sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good, and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long-held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker, in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown at 15th and Curtis. Stuffed is a good word. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A few off-freeway accidents at this point. Northbound Sheridan at 6th, southbound Sheridan at 82nd. Traffic is brought to you by your local Ford store. Watch for activity with a three-car crash clearing westbound 56th Avenue at Pena Boulevard. The Ford year-end sales event is here. Your last chance to get a great deal on Ford's complete line of all-wheel drive SUVs, cars, and built Ford tough trucks. Now is the time. Your local Ford store is the place. Ford, go further. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. 50. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Coach, um, happy post Halloween to you. How active was your neighborhood? Did you have a bunch of trick or treaters? I only had four. No, no. I sent uh, my daughter, went with a whole bunch of friends, and uh, was roaming around one of the neighborhoods collecting candy. And uh, we, we, but we were pretty quiet over at our place. Hey, honest question, and I may sound ignorant asking this. You guys do Halloween in Canada? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes it seems a little different though, because you're trodden through some snow on uh, on certain years. But it's uh, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> and you're probably also giving away cans of Molson and stuff like that. It's a different deal up there. I understand. Again, anything is fair game on Halloween, depending on where you trick or treat. My father once gave away sausage. Did For you some, that's a delicacy. That question of do they do celebrate Halloween in Canada was kind of sounded almost like, do you know Prince? It was, well, I mean, it was, it was in the same ballpark. What you, wait, hold on a second. If you uh, just, let me defend myself a second. If you just stumbled to the question, it would have been just like it. Hold on a second. You know those Canadians. They don't want to do what we do because they're very proud. They're a proud people. Do they celebrate Thanksgiving? Yes. On the same day? No. Okay. What the hell's Boxing Day? That's where you trade jobs with people. So, like, okay. the boss does the employee's right. job, the employee. I know that due to the MASH episode where they did it. I, so I, Boxing Day was the day after Christmas. I'm convinced the only it holiday is, no. that Canada celebrates that is on the same on the same calendar year as the United States is New Year's Eve. That's it. <laughs> My guess is they do Christmas on December 25th. No, they, they got other Easter days. Easter on whenever Easter They don't have falls. a 4th of July. Well, right, no, that's because that's American independence, not Canadian independence. That was not a dumb question. That was a fair question. Do you do Halloween? No, that's it was, a fair. Okay, it was fair. The way you said it kind of sounded like, do you know, do you know Prince? That, it, it was more the tone. <laughs> it was the tone. <laughs> See, I told you, tone's a big factor in radio. Uh, what I tell you? I've been trying to tell you for years. All right, how about some of these uh, recommendations coming in? Uh, by the way, Jeff Legwell coming up in uh, 10 minutes. Ooh, my so, apology. Yeah, we're waiting for that. Some of these uh, candies, uh, what, what is the Power 5 question for a chance to win Nugget Sticks? We want to know the most underrated Halloween candy. What are you excited to get that no one else is? Uh, we've got some interesting ones. We'll read a few here. 5253 says Double Bubble. <sighs> I'm not a bubblegum guy. You know what's happening now with these damn gums? The the taste is leaving the mouth so fast now. You can do three chews of double bubble, and it's gone. It's bland. I it's do, no longer there. I do like that it's a classic, though. It's a, it's you know it, It's been the same double bubble for 50 years. I do like that aspect yeah. of it. 
1157 says Mike and Ike's. Mm, that's the fruity hot tamales, right? I like this one from Jeremy. If you guys want to be taken seriously as a radio show, you have to mention popcorn balls as underrated. <laughs> <laughs> that's so another good. thing you would never do now, that's but the, I guarantee you, you Jeremy got them when wins. you were a kid. It's you, over. It's yep. o- I mean, there's no reason to read any more of these. It's over. Mm-hmm. Popcorn balls. You're exactly right. My grandma, I my grandma makes, those things. oh, my grandma makes oh. great popcorn balls. You know the worst? If you're gonna give me popcorn ball, it better be caramel popcorn. But the like, like the garlic popcorn or some of this ridiculous crap. Yeah, that's crap no these, good. It's oh gotta be sweet. God. It's gotta be sweet. Caramel, yeah. caramel popcorn in it sounds like that'd be really good. That's a good idea. Hope Grandma's listening. Uh, John uh, says Mentos, just because I missed those. Now, no. again, I may sound sheltered. I've never had a Mentos. What is a Mentos? What it's is like it? A, see the commercial. I don't yeah, know what it's it like is. It's like a fruity, chewy kind of deal. Or they can be mint, right? Yeah, that's true. They can be. They're like uh, they're like they're like candy. They're like a Smarty or something meets a mint. I don't know. Eight two three eight did say Smarties. Oh, Smarties are good. You guys, did you guys ever have that weird kid in your class as a little kid who would crush them up and snort them? Yeah. No. What what has he been seeing at home? We're part of the greatest generation. Which is? I don't know. Uh, Now and later's. Those are an oldie but a goodie. Those will rip you know, your teeth off. I was going to say, you know how many teeth I lost? Mm, kind of. So oh, hard and yet so good. Uh, this is a, what, what is a 100 grand? 100 grand? What is that? 100 grand bar? Yeah, it's like got crispy stuff in it and oh, caramel that, and chocolate. Yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about, man. Yeah. Vic, do you remember back in the day, the marathon bar? They don't yeah. make it anymore? Disgusting. Oh my god. It was mm. braided mm. caramel. It was yeah. probably, Actual foot long braided caramel covered in, covered in chocolate. That was awesome. Mm. Big hunk nuggets. Yeah. And nuts. Nougat. Nougat. Nougat and nuts. Nougat. That's not what, bad. What is nougat? Uh, it's, like, nougat. it's like the stuff that's in the inside of a, of a nut roll, right? That's nougat. It's a new one for me. Okay. Listen guys, we're going through it. We can do this all morning. To me, it's, it's over. It's over. Jeremy with the popcorn ball. How, how do you, how do you possibly beat that? Uh, although Cooper just came in with the Werther's Originals, which is a classic and a favorite of mine. I can go Werther's Originals all day. On if you're 65. No, all day long. I can like the coffee taste to it. We also got a recommendation from Mark Mosier. This shows how he's wired like me again. He and I were on the same page with this Simeon thing, and he sent us the one he hates as opposed to the one that's underrated. Bit of honey, dog food. You like bit of honeys? I like bit of honeys. I like them, then. I'm not offended by a bit of honey. Good bit of honey once in a while doesn't bother me. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So let me get this straight. Unless you're walking around the locker room saying, um, why doesn't Trevor get more credit? You're being hostile? Is that kind of how we're defining well, I, this? We, we all have different um, definitions of the word hostile. So clearly the hostility is not what we think it is at, uh, at Dove Valley. I'm trying to remember. I've been covering the Broncos for, what, 20 years now since I've been back. I'm trying to recall... The most hostile climate, most hostile atmosphere in the locker room or at a press conference. And I swear to God, maybe other media members listening to the show, help me out. You know, jog my memory. What, what do you remember as the most hostile moment? I, I, nothing comes to mind. I'm trying to think. When's the last time a reporter went at it with a, with a coach? I remember Coach Shanahan sometimes having that look, right? Remember that look he'd give you if you asked a question he did not like? Well, Elway and Kizla had a little tension. Remember when Elway called him Mike and, and did it intentionally? 
That was a little tense. Lindsey Jones asking Peyton about his allegations oh, yeah. at Tennessee during his retirement press conference was a little tense. But, I mean, it it was tense, but it wasn't hostile. There's no hostile. It wasn't guys yelling at each other. I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time sure. guys, like, yelling at each other. That, that doesn't happen. People are too... They're too nice. If you're just too, too nice. If you're just tuning in, Mike Kliss called the press yesterday at Vance Joseph's press conference hostile. Uh, I don't think any of us agree. Hostile or hostile? Because I've said it both ways. I keep bouncing back and forth. Well, a hostile is where youth stay when they go to Europe. A right. youth hostile. So hostile, hostile, I guess, is a better hostile? way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think it was exactly hostile down there yesterday. Oh, man. Mike on the text line. You're making me feel four years old again. Oh, more like ten. Gum cigarettes were great, but it'll never be available again. Uh, did you you're like the so gum good. ones or the chalky ones? The chalk ones were better because the chalk ones, you're yeah. right. The chalk ones actually gave you some smoke. Yeah. As if you were Marlboro Man smoking yeah. one. Yeah, you would never get away with giving those away now. Why not? What What is wrong with us? <laughs> How long before they start taking away the uh, big league chew as well? I'm, su- I'm surprised they haven't. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's candy that's going to be Anyway, make you this all chew. started because some magazine says, you know, they, 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 they told us that Twizzlers were the most popular Halloween candy in Colorado. I want to know what donkey came up with Twizzlers. Who's the donkey that gave us that? Because Twizzlers are not even top ten on my list. No, I'm not a Twizzlers guy. Starburst. Well, these, I like Starburst. These maps always get a lot of attention and they catch your eye like they caught yours, Vic, and you retweeted it. I'm convinced they just make these things up. Where do you get the data on this to actually figure this out? I'm sure it's based on sales. I'm sure they can just, hey, what's the, what's sold the most? But, but I think California is mounds. Do you like, I can't stand a mound. Almond, almond joy. Almond joy. Yeah. Almond, what's the point? Almond Joy is awful too. If you when we used to sort our candy and it was Almond Joy and Mounds, I was like, back. "What sucker wants to take this and trade me a Reese's for it?" I swear to God, you better take that back. That is grounds for a rumble. Wait, tw- twenty minutes ago, you were talking about how we can't be picky when it comes to our candy. Well, that's different. Almond Joy is a gift from God. No, they're terrible. Well, I was talking about Manchester. He said he was mad at kids for being picky last night, and now you were being picky. I wasn't picky at their house. I didn't say, no, no, I don't want that. I wasn't putting in my order when I got to the door like some sort of pompous, entitled jerk. Hey, sometimes in life you got to know what you want and go for it. I went home and tried to trade the less savvy kid in the on the block my mounds and almond joy. Way to put it. Paxton. <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> Je- Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy wins it, dude. Oh, man. Jeremy, it's over. Jeremy says, if you guys want to be taken seriously as a radio show, you have to mention popcorn balls, the most underrated of all time. You win. It's over. It's over. You win. Congratulations. So Jeremy's going to the Nuggets game on Friday night. I think Vic just won that segment. Vic ended the contest at 8:27. That's not. Aren't we supposed to bleed it out till 10? Yeah, we're supposed oh. to, you know, make sure we get a lot of mileage out of these tickets. Right. But yep. Whatever. Well, cool. tough. You're not going to be popcorn balls. Going to be hostile. Jeff Legwald next. Hey, sports fans, you need to sell your house, don't you? Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call. With the following offer, he will sell your house at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How? Well, he knows how to market these things. It's always about marketing in the real estate uh, business. And recently, he marketed a home and sold it for 10000 more than what the owner thought it was worth. 
So give Troy Hansford a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Altitude 950 is breaking down the Broncos. Why would they not go to Brock? I don't have an answer for you. He seems ready to go to Brock Osweiler right now. You're looking at maybe two more wins for this Broncos team. Wow. So if the season's done, what do you want to see out of the rest of the season? Well, season's done. What I want to see is, is more Nuggets basketball and Avalanche yes. hockey. You know, that's what I'm looking for. Home of the Nuggets. Jokic for three. Got it again. Home of the Avalanche. One-timer score! And the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950. Need a new heating system? Let the Home Depot do it for you. Our licensed professionals will do the job right. And now get up to $1,600 via online rebate when you purchase and install a new heating and cooling system through the Home Depot. Call 1-800-HOME-DEPOT or visit homedepot.com slash HVAC to get started. Valid on in-home sales between October 19th and November 15th and installations completed and paid in full by December 15th. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the salary Salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as $1,000 a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. Call now, 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. Or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182333. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Sam's number three. The Reuben Melt. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as a house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of the menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food. Good people. Sam's number three in Aurora, off Havana and Park in Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. The Altitude 950 traffic update. couple issues right now, none of which are on the metro area highways, adding extra delays. Traffic brought to you by your local Ford store. Traffic lights are reported out at Colorado Boulevard and Colfax. There's a crash clearing northbound Sheridan at 6th Avenue. And watch for activity with an accident with three-car crash westbound 56th at Pena. The Ford year-end sales event is here. Your last chance to get a great deal on Ford's complete line of all-wheel drive SUVs, cars, and built Ford tough trucks. Now is the time. Your local Ford store. Towards the place, Ford, go further. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Before we get to Jeff Legwald, tomorrow on the show, Jake Plummer, 830. You want to know who Trevor Simeon's biggest defender is in town? The most loyal Trevor Simeon guy, it is Jake Plummer. Yesterday, I had a back and forth with Brandon Perna. We're planning some uh, video segment for Let's Talk Football where he and I are going to have a quarterback camp, like uh, the John Gruden type thing, going to be held by Jake Plummer. He's going to run us through some quarterbacking drills, you know. 
so he can evaluate the better quarterback. So we're having fun of this back and forth, and and Brandon brings up Trevor and see if we can throw a ball like Trevor. It's all tongue-in-cheek. We know this. So Jake chimes in and says, hey, yeah, I'm down, guys. Uh, can we also get some wide receivers to run bad routes and drop the balls that you guys throw so we can evaluate this fairly? Man, <laughs> talk about it. I mean, I like Jake, but really, we're, we're still making excuses for Trevor? That's still what we're going with? He went on to tweet, I believe Trevor picked his game up in the second half of the Kansas City oh. game. Now it's time for others to improve, and they must for this Good to Lord. work. This is, no, this is Jake. We're going to talk to him tomorrow. What a, and I mean, come on. He picked, that, his, he picked his game up in the second half. He couldn't have gotten any worse. This is a former NFL quarterback talking about a current NFL quarterback. That's mm-hmm. that's. I'm just giving you what I'm reading right now. Okay, our exchange back and forth via Twitter. Let's go to the hotline and welcome our Broncos insider, Jeff Legwald. Leggy, how are you? I'm great. You know, uh, Jake was unceremoniously benched in Kansas City after the Kansas City. You're right. You're right. I yeah, forgot about that. The coincidence. Four. Yes. They lost. Uh, Mike lost that team with that move. Uh, they were still in the playoff race, uh, but Mike was just—he uh, just couldn't couldn't take it anymore, I guess. But that, yeah, they were seven and four when when Jake got benched after. I think it was a Thanksgiving night loss. It was, and actually, I think the, the what also was weird about it is the news leaked before, before. the Thanksgiving yeah, game. He knew before. I was at that game. He knew walking onto the field that this was his last yeah. try. If he didn't win that game, he was done. He knew that. And imagine how hard it is. First of all, you're playing at Arrowhead, right? Imagine the pressure knowing that you have to win at Arrowhead or the job's no longer yours. And I think it was the first night game played on Thanksgiving. It was. It was a Lamar Hunt deal. He had always wanted a night game on Thanksgiving. And it was this big deal in Kansas City, you know, it was a crazy, crazy time at, at, at that time. But that, so, that, the guys in the locker room thought that was still a playoff team, and yeah. it, it was never quite right after that for the rest of the year. You're right. That's where the locker room – it did impact the locker room. And we always talk about that. You know, what does the locker room think? What, what do the guys in the room think? Well, they didn't think too highly of the move then, and uh, it's history. Now, maybe that's why Jake's a bit sensitive about the criticism – Lobbed toward Trevor Simeon after that KC game. All right, Jeff, I'll let you describe what's going on now. We anticipate, <laughs> we anticipate a quarterback change. I, I think it's going to happen today. I think you're going to see Brock Osweiler run with the ones at 10-15 this morning. Um, I'd be surprised if that doesn't happen. So why is it taking so long to make that announcement? Well, you know, I, I think honestly, you're, they're in a little bit of a spot. I mean, if they, are you going to make two changes? You know, because if you fall out of the, if you mathematically are eliminated from the playoffs, you, you got to figure out what's going on with Paxton Lynch before you go into the off season. So you're going to do this two times. You want to just do it one time. And the bottom line is, no matter what you think of all all of it, uh, you're benching the quarter, the best quarterback you have. And you can argue that in any way you want, but it's it's simply true. He's the best, Simeon's the best quarterback they have, and if you bench him, you're telling the locker room you're fixing it for later. Jeff, uh, I just saw our guy, Manchester, he just took his headsets off, threw them, and he's knocking his head against the, now, now he's rolling on, now what, oh my god, now he and HW are holding each other. Yeah. You care to well, yeah, chime in, Manchester? I, you know, I, I've said all along, turnovers will get you benched. It's always and forever. Has, has been true that there's never a situation in the NFL 
where if you turn the ball over the number of times Trevor Simeon and the Broncos are, that the quarterback doesn't get benched. It's just the way it is. Even Peyton Manning, uh, he was injured, but he got benched when the turnovers piled up so high uh, they couldn't function anymore. We have never seen Brock Osweiler play as poorly as Trevor Simeon played in Buffalo against the Giants in Los Angeles or in Kansas City ever, ever. When it, I mean, in the seven games he was a Bronco, that never happened. So it it – it defies logic to me that it we're still we're still saying Bowl he's the team. best quarter. That was a Super Bowl team. Okay, James. tell me what's drastically different about that team and this team. Explain to me the difference. Same running back, same uh, same tight end, same receivers. The offensive line was a hodgepodge. It's probably better now, and the defense is just as good now. So a, a Super Bowl team. Line, it's not like I'm bringing up 1977. I mean, come on. He's the, the best quarterback on the team. What, just time out. The offensive line is better now. The receivers are better now. The, I'll, I'll wait for your answer. You think? Wait a minute. I don't understand what you're saying. I'm saying you're saying you that Marius Thomas is the only frontline receiver they have on the field right now. Okay. Well, Emmanuel's missed two games. Two games. They're 12 and 11 in, since they won a Super Bowl, and Emmanuel's what? missed two of those games. So now the excuse well, for Trevor look, Simeon that, is that Emmanuel we've, we've Sanders had this is argument hurt. Twenty-five times. You want the guy out of the lineup. You're going to get your wish. I know. If, if things go, and then we'll see. I just how glorious. All of your other players are. That's never what I've said. What I've said is this guy can't play, and it's a road to nowhere, and it's a waste of time. I don't think it's that's been true. it's we been don't proven. Know if he can play, James, we don't. James, we don't know if he can play. How do we not know he can play? He's he's how many starts has he had? He's getting worse. He's getting worse. What what got me fired up is that we're going to say he's the best quarterback on the roster. That is absolute is. poppycock. It's poppycock. That's not. It oh, is. really? It is. Brock you Osweiler not, has never played this poorly. Brock Osweiler as the savior before the season starts. Not what I said. I, but I, I tell you what, Brock Osweiler has never played as poorly as Trevor Simeon has in those four games I just mentioned. That's four of the last five games that Trevor Simeon has played. Four of the last five. He's lost seven of his eight last uh, road games. The only win, they took a blocked extra point return to win, so it should be eight straight road games. Brock Osweiler's well, never done that. You're, you're going to get your wish if, if things go as people expect. And then, you know, okay. I mean, come it, it's then just, you, can, you can sit back comfortably and say that every other player on the field is doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Uh, and they get to keep their jobs. Okay. All right. Well, Brock Osweiler put 30 on the Patriots in Denver. Trevor Simeon put three. I mean, ten times the number of points. What what basis is there for Trevor Simeon being a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler? What basis is there? Because I've seen them play. I've seen <laughs> them both play. Okay. I've studied them both. How many 300-yard games does Brock have? Also, now it's based on numbers. It's based on 300-yard well, games. That's what we're worried about. Numbers. Oh, excuse me. I thought you were using numbers. He's 5-2. and two. He's 5-2. and two. That was the uh, Super Bowl team. How many – and my point, Jeff, is this team's the exact same team other than the quarterback. No, it's, it's the exact – tell me the drastic difference. The other than Emmanuel Sanders has missed two games. Tell me the drastic difference between this team and the Super Bowl team other than the freaking quarterback. That's the difference. That's the difference. Or the head coach, but this guy's been bad with two head coaches and two offensive coordinators. But it's always somebody else. It's always somebody else's fault. I I never said it was somebody else. All I said was, in my opinion, they're benching the best quarterback on the roster. Oh, my God. Let me ask you this, Jeffrey. I'm wrong. 
Jeffrey, let me ask you this. What if, you know, change for the sake of change can sometimes benefit? What if they do make the change and what it does is force other players on the team to think, hey guys, you know, you know, right now Trevor's playing the role of scapegoat. He's getting screwed. We got to pick up our game. What if their game just picks up? What if, what if the change does uh, improve you know, I, the I guess I've never believed in the, if that was true, the Cleveland Browns would, would make it work at some point. They've changed quarterbacks more than every, than any team in the league. And I don't think it guarantees you anything. Yeah, I mean, if if what James is saying is true and that this is the same team as 2015, then a quarterback change will will move them along. Then you know that that'll happen. But I don't I don't know that that's the case right now. And but, Jeff, you know, they're going to make changes. You can't sit here. Uh, as an NFL team, that's not how it works. You don't you don't get to lose game after game, and and stand pat. That's not how it works. Trevor knows it. Vance Joseph knows it. Everybody in the locker room knows it. That's just how it is. Well, we we talked a lot when the decision was being made, and the the pro Trevor crowd loved to say you can't sell the locker room on going any other direction. I would contend now. It would be impossible to sell the locker room on not making a change because there's not a guy in that locker room who who doesn't have to look at it and go, if I played that poorly, I'd get benched. Why is the quarterback any different? If 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 the left tackle was playing that bad, he'd get benched. Why is quarterback this one where it's like, oh, I mean, they can. Mark Mark Kisla had a great point on Twitter last night. Two college kids can handle a quarterback battle up in Boulder last weekend, and this guy can't. Come on, why is the no quarterback any different? Couldn't. No one said he can't handle the battle. In fact, he's won the battle twice. Oh. I mean, I, I don't know what you're – I understand you don't like him as a quarterback. Let's just leave it at that. Let me ask you a question about what you said to, to begin this interview. You said they can't make a change twice. Let's say they go to Brock. And well, I they can. To, you know, yeah, they, they can. can. I'm just saying that, yeah. that's hard to do. And if Why? you're out of the playoffs, you cannot go into the off season. And not have looked at Paxton Lynch. That's what I'm saying. We all agree. Everyone here, everyone speaking, everyone whose voices are, we all agree they gotta get an extended look at Paxton Lynch before the season is over. I'm in a, we all agree, correct? If you're out of the, you know, if you're out of the mix, you're just gonna have to put him in. You gotta go in to the offseason making a plan at what you're gonna do with that position. Oh, hell, even if they're in the mix, I think they gotta, they gotta get a look. I mean, well, Listen. that's what I mean. I don't know if you want to do this twice. That that's not great for an offense because the mm-hmm. you know there's just things that go on in preparation. You only get three days really to prepare for games. It's not fair to a guy to to you know you you put Brock in the lineup, you take him out. You put Paxton in if he doesn't play well, you take him out. I mean, you just you got to think it through. You can't yeah. just. It's not fantasy football. You can't just change every three days because you feel like it. Well, I think that's Manchester's point, and I think that's the, that's the issue with the NFL. There's too much thinking. They're making this too complex. All right, we're not finding cures for diseases here. If a quarterback can play, he can play. If an offense works, it works. How much worse can the offense get? You try another guy. If it doesn't work, big. I mean, come on. Not, you know what I'm saying? Not scoring a point. You know, that's that's as bad as it gets in the league. Getting shut out is. I mean, that's again turnovers, no points. People are getting benched. That's just how it is. I'm just saying that I, I don't think it's this magic cure-all, but change is going to come. You can't you can't stand there and say the plan is working mm-hmm. or 
we're fine, or you can't say any of that stuff if you're not putting the ball in the end zone. That's just the bottom line. All right, here's here's the other question I had because I, I I don't know the answer, and perhaps you don't know it either. Is this Vance's decision? Is this all his decision? How much? It's not all his decision. Yeah, well, but how much? Be all Gary Kubiak's decision here. You know, it, uh, in this structure, it, it's a it's the classic GM head coach structure. You're going to have mm-hmm. people. You know, John Elway gets a say. He gets to say what he thinks. But ultimately, I think I think Vance gets to make the call. But they'd like to make this a a group decision because Bill Musgrave has to work with the quarterbacks every day. Mike McCoy has to work with the quarterbacks every day. It's it's got to be something everybody's comfortable with. Because frankly, they at two and two in the division, they still think they can they can get in the wild card mix if they can get some things figured out. Well, you know, this whole make them comfortable. I have to work with Manchester and HW every damn day. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> well, nobody's comfortable with you, Vic. Clearly. I just, we, we give, I think, and this is where I'm going to take a page from Manchester's playbook. I think we give these NFL types so many passes because we make it over complex. It's just a game. Go out. If, if the quarterback position isn't working, if another position isn't working, make a change. And guess what? That's what coaches get paid for. To work with it. Well, Make a change. I, I understand that, and that's true. But none of us like it to suck at work. I mean, none of us like that. I will also say that of all the players in an NFL locker room, none of them work like a quarterback works. None of the job requirements are what the quarterbacks are. Nobody has to handle as much information as the quarterback. Nobody handles as much scrutiny, criticism, uh, credit when you, when it's going well, you're also the man. So I mean, it, it's a different animal than the other 52 position or other spots. You just can't. It's not duplicated anywhere on the roster. In fact, it's really not duplicated anywhere else in in sports. I don't yeah. think. I mean, it just the amount of information you have to take into every week and make in a work in a functional way. It's just different than everything else. Yeah. And the number of guys who can play the position, it's a lot smaller percentage than the number of guys who can play the other positions. Well, Jeffrey, I'll leave it at this. The three most scrutinized positions in the state of Colorado, in order, quarterback of the Denver Broncos, head coach of the Denver Broncos, morning show host for Altitude 950, in that order. That, Jeffrey, thanks for your time. I'm not, I'm not, you, might, you might move to the one spot. I don't know. <laughs> thanks, buddy. I'll see you at uh, practice today. Let's <laughs> see you, man. Uh, by the way, the uh, folks watching on Periscope, yeah, we are broadcasting. They they notice it. Uh, says uh, BP in Broomfield. Tell Manchester to take deep breaths. I can see his forehead vein on the backlit camera via Periscope. Oh my gosh! Now, now that was hostile. I hope Mike Cliss was listening because that was hostile. Oh, I love the show. There are days I hate it, and there are days I love it. I love it today. Maybe it's just a. Maybe it's a candy drunk. I mean, maybe I had too much, too many caramels. We got the show. We got to unpack that interview in the next. The uh, the text line during interviews, I will say, is generally not as active as it normally is during the show. (laughs) The text line during that interview went bonkers. I think we give. I lost it. I I I I remember having this argument with James, and James, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit because you know, remember how I said, "Don't be stupid. You can't be the GM. You can't be the coach." You know, you think you're smarter than them. You're not. And you said, Vic, you know, 
we can make decisions like they do. And we had, remember that argument we had? Yes, I do. I will agree with you on this. Sometimes we give these guys way too much credit. It's not that hard a decision. Thank it's, you. It's not. It's, Thank it's, you. This decision is not hard. Thank it's you. It's easy. What makes it hard is the process by which they make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like a four-day. I mean, we know what's happening. Why, why do you have to draw this out? Why do you have to send coded tweets? Just do it. Yeah. No one's going to die here. Oh, you can't do it again in three weeks. Why? Do whatever you want. Who wrote that rule? Again, I have to work with you two. I'm not comfortable (laughs) ever. You got the Lombardi Show. We're back after this. Denver cornerback Aqib Talib on Altitude 950. We had one drive where if we'd have got a stop, it would have gave our offense a chance to come on and tie the game. So we feel like we're playing good, but in crucial situations, we got to be able to get that stop. Aqib Talib. We know our offense is struggling. You know, it's no secret. So we got to be even better, man. We got to get that stop. Every Tuesday at 815 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. Only on Altitude 950. Become a millionaire four nights a week when you play Powerball and Mega Millions from the Colorado Lottery. Jackpots start at $40 million and only go up from there. Plus, tickets are just 2 bucks per play. It's time to start dreaming bigger than big. Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, if you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. 
Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still seeing some late delays northbound I-25 on your approach to C-470 up through to Hamden before your speeds are going to pick back up. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Southbound I-25 running heavy boulder turnpike down to about Colfax. Your tech center drive looks really good, though, as you're traveling southbound. Taking your child's temperature shouldn't be as stressful as fighting through traffic. With the Exergen Temporal Scanner, one gentle forehead scan is all it takes. Pick one up at Toys R Us and Babies R Us or or other fine retailers. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We anticipate <laughs> we anticipate a quarterback change. I, I think it's going to happen today. I think you're going to see Brock Osweiler run with the ones at 10-15 this morning. Um, I'd be surprised if that doesn't happen. So why is it taking so long to make that announcement? Well, I, you know, I, I think honestly you're they're in a little bit of a spot. I mean, if they are you going to make two changes, you know, because if you fall out of the, if you mathematically are eliminated from the playoffs, you, you got to figure out what's going on with Paxton Lynch before you go into the off season. So you're going to do this two times. You want to just do it one time. And the bottom line is, no matter what you think of all all of it, uh, you're benching the quarter, the best quarterback you have to unpack there, but the inference is maybe they should wait another week for Paxton Lynch to get uh, game ready because you want to see what you got there. I think we all agree, no matter what happens this season, they got to get a look at Paxton Lynch. Are we in agreement there? Mm, what if Brock comes in and goes 5-2 and two like he did in uh, 2015? Wait a minute. Are we all in agreement with the thing I said October 24th 2016. Disagreed yeah. then? I'm, in, I agree I'm in agreement with it. That's what they should have done last no, year. No, it wasn't then. I, I wasn't wrote then. it in August nope. of 2016. I know you yeah, don't want to hear it. Different So now we've wasted, we've wasted a season and a half. Going well, down a path again. That anybody who's ever watched an NFL game and knows a good quarterback when they see one could tell you exactly where this is going to end right, up. Okay, and here so, we are. All right, all right, here we are. 12 and 11. Okay. 12 and right, 11. So here you, we are. You know, all right, you know a good quarterback when you see one. Can yeah. you assure me what is Paxton Lynch? I don't know. I haven't. He's played two and a half games, <laughs> you just dude. Told me, you just told me you know you've seen him play two and a half games. So what is he? He's a hell of a lot better than you've Trevor Simeon. He's better okay. than Trevor Simeon. Okay. I, 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 the, See, that's no, no, that's no, no. where your that's where your argument is flawed. Well, no, I know a good quarterback when I see one. Okay. No. Really? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. 
Well, I mean, I don't know what mo- how much more right I can be for you to finally just go, yeah, you were right last August when you said this is a road to nowhere. I wrote it, dude. Sanchez gave you the best chance. If not, go with Paxton Lynch because you're, you're developing the person. quarterback. And okay. it was like, oh, they can't possibly sell that to the locker room. So instead they sold the guy who had never thrown an NFL pass with a seventh-round pick and got benched at Northwestern in the red zone because he didn't have a good enough arm. Give me a freaking break. We ended up right where I told you we would end up, and now everybody's saying, well, we got to get a look at Paxton. Yeah, no blank. We all, Some of us knew that last August. Oh, my God. The uh, best just, quarterback just on the roster is – Just listen to yourself. You said you said Mark Sanchez oh. is a good quarterback. Back no, I didn't. You, you wrote about, well, You said Mark Sanchez should have been the starter. Dude, he had, he had the three options. He was the only one who had thrown an NFL pass. So my okay. my vote was, hey, you're coming off a Super Bowl. It's probably smarter to go with a guy who has actually thrown an NFL pass as opposed to two guys who haven't. They didn't go that way because they wanted to save $4 million. But according to everybody in the media here, it's because Trevor Simeon is so damn good. No, he's not. And he's been dreadful, dreadful for the last five games. And Paxton Lynch never, ever looked that bad in his two and a half games, ever. Okay. Never did. Well, and Brock gonna... Osweiler didn't look that bad in his seven, including the game he got benched for Peyton Manning. Ever. We are going to get your wish. <sighs> at some point this season, we are going to get an extended look at number 12. Okay, but how do you know that? What if Brock comes in and beats the Eagles and the Patriots? What are they going to do? Say, well, we're five and four. We can still save the season, but we got to get a look at Paxton. That's I mean, a... we don't know that they're going to get a look at Paxton. It all depends I love on what Brock. Brock does the next two I love, weeks. I, I love Brock. You know, you've seen me bro hug Brock in the locker room. Mm-hmm. If he beats the Eagles and the Patriots in successive weeks, the way this offense has been performing, I will eat this microphone. I agree it's not likely, Vic, but to say we are going to get a look at Paxton, that was the whole point of my hot take. If Brock keeps winning, he keeps his job. The only way they're going to put Paxton is if, if the season's a lost cause. I don't, I don't think there's a scenario where they bench Brock after he gets it, big wins. Look, and, and it's, it's the one area in which I agree with Jeff Legwald. They didn't want, they don't want to do this twice. I think it's silly that they don't, but they don't. The reason they didn't go to Brock Halftime of the Giants game. The reason they didn't go to Brock halftime of the Chargers game. The reason they didn't go to ha- Brock halftime of the Chiefs game was they don't want to go to Brock because they want they ideally would have had Paxton Lynch ready to go when they were ready to make the change. That was their perfect scenario. But Trevor Simeon has been so bad. Right. Their hand is forced. So bad. Mm-hmm. They can't possibly justify playing him now. They can't. And they have to do something. That's how god awful he has been. And then to have somebody say he's the best quarterback on the roster when one guy was five and two here and then went down to Houston and as bad as he was, he got that team to the playoffs and won a playoff game. I mean, I, I just, I throw up my hands. Well, according Literally. to Mike Kliss, um, he just sent a tweet out breaking. Vance Joseph informs his team that Brock Osweiler is the starting quarterback at Philly. This I didn't get not to, a shock. I didn't this get to not, see that. Yeah, that's right. You got blocked. So in your world, you see, you have no information. If this were you, you would not be able to break no. that news on this radio show. You, you'd be screwed. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to know. Huh. That's, so when he tweeted that they got to have a PhD in QB changes, that's because he knew the QB change was coming. He kind of leaked that one, didn't he? Let the cat out of the bag. All right, Vic, we're not going to be able to sneak in the sugar fix before Adam Mars. We're going to have to do that at 8.15. Oh, sorry, guys. Or at 9.15. Sorry, we had a lot to unpack. From It's funny how this information comes from Bronco headquarters in chunks like this. Hey, isn't it? You guys should go go to... I just retweeted a tweet from Mile High Salutes, one of our listeners. 
Watch this play. It's the third and two play where Simeon takes a sack. And Sunshine is lined up in the slot. He's the hot receiver. He's all by himself on the Chiefs logo for a first down. And watch what Simeon does. Watch it. It's preposterous. Last thing to unpack here, and this is important in this Cliss story, uh, he reports that Trevor Simeon will stay as the Broncos' number two quarterback. They can't even justify moving Paxton to number two quite I, yet. I, I, assume that point, may, I assume that remains, or he remains inactive this amazing. weekend in Philly. That's amazing to me. That's, mm. a, I mean, how bad can you be? How Think about this for a second. How bad do you have to look in practice not to even be a number two wait a minute, on the roster minute, this week. Wait a minute. The guy's had four practices. Exactly. He's been hurt. If you give me four practices. Wait, you're give gonna, me four. You're gonna go. You're, you're you're looking at this as well. That means Lynch is terrible. As opposed to the Broncos don't want to go into a game where their backup quarterback hasn't played since August 26 and has practiced four times. That can't be the answer. It's got to be that Paxton Lynch is god awful. You always get on people oh. for excuse making. That was a good excuse. He he hasn't played. He hasn't been in uniform. <laughs> He's been in practice every damn day. Last week, break. Jeff Legwald said he hasn't thrown the ball more than five yards. That's what he said. That's going to be your backup quarterback, a guy who hasn't thrown the ball more than five yards? Top of the hour. Take a quick break. When we come back, Adam Holy Morris, cow. our Nuggets insider. Nuggets play tonight. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are back home taking on the Raptors at Pepsi Center. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Every Wednesday on the show, Adam Morris from DenverStiffs.com talking a little nuggets. Now the news comes down that Brock Osweiler will start against the Eagles. Adam, how will Brock Osweiler's start impact the nuggets tonight against Toronto? <laughs> Come again there, Vic? <laughs> you know, they always go hand in hand in this town, right? I mean, come on, everything's related. That's just the way it works. Yeah, I, I'll just go ahead and say no comment there, man. <laughs> you know, um, I, I have to ask you because you you are a basketball nut, true and true, more than I am, and I love basketball. It's my first love. But like the other night when the Nuggets and the Broncos were going head to head, okay, I'm yeah. watching both games. I need to because you have to come and do a radio show the next day, and I'm, I'm to be honest with you, I'm, I'm watching the Broncos more so than the Nuggets, even though I'm damn hosting the Nuggets post game show. How do you deal with it? <laughs> are you all Nuggets on a night like that? You know, I am. I'm all Nuggets. I'm all NBA. And uh, my wife hates it because she's a diehard uh, Broncos fan. So I'm I'm in the basement. She's She gets the main TV in the main room. I have to go down to the mm-hmm. basement. But I'm, I'm all, all NBA all the time, man. That's, that's, I used to be more well-rounded, but I've, I've become much more uh, specific, I guess, as I've gotten older. It's okay because we witnessed the same thing in the third quarter. We saw a flat Nuggets team come out of halftime, down 22, and suddenly, as Hans keeps telling me, get out, get out. They suddenly got out on the guards, the Knicks guards, forcing turnovers, Gary Harris and Jamal Murray. I mean, all of a sudden, they they transformed into Gary Payton. What what did you see? I asked Michael Mullen yesterday, 
What did he see? Why don't we expect that all the time now? We saw they can do it. Get out and, and pressure the guards. Oh, well, I think with Denver, you know, they need to create turnovers, especially right now. Their half-court offense, they rank 29th in the NBA in, in half-court offense. The only thing keeping them afloat at the moment is transition offense and offensive glass. And then you look at a team like the Knicks. This was true of Brooklyn as well in that third quarter. They don't have great guards at protecting the ball. I think that should have been the game plan from the start, and maybe it was, and the team just wasn't executing it. But when you're playing a team, Denver's not going to have too many games this year where they have an advantage at point guard, I don't think. They had a big advantage in that one, and they finally took advantage of it in the second half. Okay. How do they continue to take advantage? How, how do they, how does he continue to convince his players to get out on defense? Yeah, I think that was kind of the plan coming into the season. They, they've created a more aggressive pick and roll scheme. I think one of the problems this team has right now with their starting lineup is they've got a lot of finesse players that kind of play at a certain tempo. Um, this is one of the things that, that during the George Carl, the end of the George Carl era, Kenneth Reed was so good at was bringing energy right away, right out the gate in that starting lineup. I don't know if the Nuggets have that guy. You know, Gary Harris is a quiet, quiet guy. Wilson Chandler is a, a, a smooth player, you would say. Jokic, a finesse guy. They, they don't really have that one guy that just kind of comes out crazy every single game and, and ups the intensity. I think they need that guy uh, somewhere on the roster. Uh, tonight, Toronto comes to town the first of a six-game homestand for the Nuggets. They wanted to take at least three out of four on that road trip. Two and two is pretty good, I guess. Um, what are your expectations for these six games? Because mixed into those six, you got the back-to-backs Friday, Saturday, Miami, Golden State. Yeah, you know, this isn't a, it's a homestand, but it's kind of a tough homestand. Golden State, obviously the best team in the league. You got Miami in there, who Denver has always struggled against. Toronto tonight. There's some tough games in there. I think what Nuggets fans expect is for them to continue to try to find their footing on offense. I think their defense has been impressive relative to last year. I mean, they look like an average defense, which is a big step up from what we saw last year. Um, but they're just they, they, they their bread and butter last year was their half-court offense. They had a game last year at Madison Square Garden where they scored 131 points, and they only had four fast break points. That's nearly an NBA record for points scored in the half court. And this year you look at the half court offense and it's just struggling. Nothing clicks. It looks clunky. I think more than anything, I, I think they can go three and three or better on this homestand because there are some very winnable games in that mixed in there. But I think more than anything, you hope that by the end of the next two weeks, which is how long this homestand lasts, that half court offense is starting to resemble what it was last year because that's what they're going to need to make the playoffs. Convince, convince me, Adam Morris, because you're less emotional than I am. I, I, frankly, I'm too <laughs> emotional to do this job. I, I don't know <laughs> me doing That's this job. That's what makes you great, Vic. Well, I, I don't know. But convince me why the Nuggets are better than they were a year ago. Oh, man, that's a tough sell at the moment. You know, I, I don't think I can convince you of that, but I think I can convince you that they're going to get there. Uh, the fact that their defense has picked up tells you that they have the defensive potential. Last year, I, I didn't even think they had the defensive potential because we didn't even see flashes of it. They were consistently bad every single night. It was just that their offense was so great it carried them. I think this year you look at it and you say, we know they have so many of the same pieces that they can be a great offense. And we've seen moments of it, quarters of it, where the offense has been great. So I think you look at that and you say, 
if they ever can get their offense back to what it was last year, they can just maintain where they are right now defensively, they're going to be pretty good. But right now, mixing in some new players, uh, some guys with some new roles, I, I think they're just been really, really slow to adapt. Speaking of roles, we saw a quick shot of him uh, on the road trip in New York, and I, I asked Coach Malone about this yesterday. Why don't we see more of Darrell Arthur? Because I think in, I tell you, in 10-minute stretches, I love his game. He, I, I think Darrell Arthur gives them order. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I agree with you on that one, Vic. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, but along those same lines, the Nuggets why? have a lot of power. Well, you know, he provides a little bit of, of spacing and shooting, but I don't know that, that it's enough spacing and shooting. I, I think you would get more with some small ball lineups. And I wrote about this today on DenverStiffs.com. One of the reasons the Nuggets were so good last year is because they went to small ball about 10 to 15 minutes every single game. And Wilson mm-hmm. Chandler would play the four, Gallinari would play the four, and you'd really spread the court. And Jokic would quarterback those small ball lineups from the center spot, and, and they would get a lot of shots at the rim, a lot of threes. You look at it now, they haven't gone to, to small ball, I think, 50 total minutes through seven games. Uh, they just have too many power forwards that are that are getting minutes, and they're playing big a lot. With the way the league is going, I think you have to have a small ball counter. And unfortunately, Darrell Arthur, I think, is the fourth or fifth power forward, you know, on the depth chart. I just don't know where he fits in. You want to see more Fareed. <laughs> I, you know, I, I mentioned earlier about the starting lineup and energy. There, there's, you look around the roster, I don't know how many guys have that. Will Barton is one, I think, for sure. Emmanuel Moutier has been a guy that he comes in and changes the pace of the game because he, he's always going 100 miles per hour. Kenneth Farid is that guy. I mean, it's really his main role is to bring energy and life. And when he's at his best, I think he comes into the game off of the bench and brings that life and picks up the intensity. So I, I do like him. Again, if you want real insight to the Denver Nuggets, don't listen to me. I'm way too passionate. Listen to Adam Morris. He is a, as you can tell, your heartbeat has a certain ring to it. Uh, tonight, for example, I'm going to be watching the Nuggets and the World Series Game 7. I just have to. I'll be watching both at the same time. You're going to be all Nuggets all the time, and that's the way you like it. That's why you're on the show once a week. Adam, we'll see you tonight at Pepsi Center. <laughs> Thanks so much, Vic. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. That is Adam Morris, our Nuggets insider. Nuggets hosting the Toronto Raptors 7 o'clock tip-off at Pepsi Center, the first of a six-game homestand. And as he just alluded to, not as easy as it sounds. I mean, Golden State Saturday night's going to be fun. Never easy to play Golden State. Never. Although the Nuggets have their number. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Back with more fire after this. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Craigman and Harris. Coming up Wednesday, the latest in the saga of who will be the starting quarterback for the Broncos on the road in Philadelphia. Is it still Simeon's job or is it Brock Vember first? Plus, we'll recap the World Series Game 6. And, Nate, we've got head coach of the number three ranked team in the nation, Brian Kelly from Notre Dame, joining us on the Crackman and Harris Show. Tune in on Wednesday. Do it. Crackman and Harris, every weekday afternoon. 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Hey, Scott Asia Sherrod, when you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose h 
Two, so get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you too can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. Oh boy, look at the time. I gotta get to work. I need something to eat. Something fast but nutritious with a little pick-me-up would be nice. Aha! Honey smoked salmon. With a natural, long-lasting energy boost of omega-3s and protein, honey smoked salmon contains many of the things you're looking for in an energy drink. Mmm, honey smoked salmon with cream cheese in a bagel? Good morning. Honey smoked salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbor neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories to be a guard soldiers to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to nationalguard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard, aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Bad credit, no credit, first-time buyer, Best Car Buys has credit unions and banks competing for your business with premium financing for everyone. And a wide selection of low-mileage trucks and SUVs, even diesels. All vehicles come with a free 60-day warranty. See dealer for details. And a free Carfax is available. Visit bestcarbuys.com and fill out the easy credit form. All it takes to get a loan for your next truck or SUV is a couple of clicks at bestcarbuys.com. Hey, it's Moj from my good buddy Tom Yazwa and Caliber Home Loans. I've known Tom for over 20 years. 14 of those, he's been in the mortgage business. Now, Tom, I know you do regular mortgages, but the renovation loan is really cool. How does it work? Moj, renovation loans allow you to purchase or refinance and renovate the property all with one loan. So let's say you want to buy a new home. A high percentage of the properties you look at are not perfect. In fact, some of them need a lot of updating. So a renovation loan allows you to remodel, repair, or replace just about anything. So you're remodeling your home before you even move in. Works the same way with refinances. Let's say you want to do a major remodel, but you don't have quite enough equity to get cash out. Well, you can refi and renovate your home and put all the costs into one new loan. The key is is that we're loaning you money based on the after-improved value of the property. Call Tom at Caliber Home Loans today, 303-668-4499. That's 303-668-4499. Owner-occupied and investor loans are available. NMLS 379218, licensed in the state of Colorado. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Oh, 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 
I know I skipped the morning sugar fix. Don't you worry about that, Marty O. We'll get to that at 9.30. We will give you your due time. It's just been an extremely busy and combative morning, it seems. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. You all right, Manchester? I'm all good. HW, you good? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Want to read some text? Sure, let's read. Uh, Let's see here. I'll start. All right, go for it. From 0927. I hate myself right now for completely agreeing with Manchester. All of these Bronco apologists are driving me insane, Vic included. Trev might be a better quarterback, but so was Orton over Tebow. But Orton gave them zero chance to win. It's time to move on. That this would, one's from That would be 100% Trent, correct. Trent and Golden. Wow, Manchester's victory lap certainly didn't last long. He went from people admitting he was probably right about Simeon yesterday to stealing candy from kids last night and saying Mark Sanchez is good at quarterbacking this morning. Uh, again, I, I don't it's as though I need to buy the entire city of Denver Q-tips. What I said was when you're the defending Super Bowl champions, the one quarterback on the roster during preseason who has actually thrown an NFL pass is your best option. That's not a crazy notion. The other two guys had never thrown an NFL pass. I don't, that's what I said. I didn't say Mark Sanchez was great. I didn't, but my guess is if he started a season and a half worth of games for the Broncos, they wouldn't have got shut out at LA. This one from 2118. Chester, your wish is coming true. The wheels are falling off the bus. Punk ass Manchester. <laughs> Sorry. Left, it's just, it's what been a, the last season and a half has been a total waste of time. And I'm sorry. That's just what I told you what was going to happen. I predicted it. It's been a total waste uh, of time. We don't know anything from, about Paxton Lynch and this team is further away from a Super Bowl right now than at the start of last season. This one's from 9626. The guy who says he knows who's best at quarterback is last in picking games. Huh. I haven't been very good at flipping coins. I have not been. I have not been. HW, anything I missed there? Uh, just this one here I want to get your guys' reaction to. Teams were kicking down the door for the guy that holds Tom Brady's clipboard. How come no one was contacting the Broncos trying to get their backup? There's a couple ways to interpret that, but I think my, the main point there is if, why were the Broncos so insistent that they weren't going to go outside the organization for help, especially with the active trade deadline yesterday that we saw probably the most active one ever? It was odd. I, I think Vance answered that question because he was he thought it was a Colin Kaepernick question. Because mm-hmm. he just said no. You, correct. It was a one word answer. But the question was free agents or trade. Right. I mean, AJ McCarron and Jimmy Garoppolo have both been traded or attempted to be traded in the last thirty six hours. And both guys that well, probably would be the best QB on the Broncos roster. Yeah, but consider the teams that were more active at the trade deadline. It's the teams that know they're they're in it. It's the teams that know that they're a couple pieces away, right? Patriots, Carolina. Those are teams they know they're in it. Yeah, but they, 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 they lost guys. Like what was odd to me is that. But they're, they're dealing. They're dealing. Like the Broncos. The Broncos when they did that Vernon Davis deal. They were in it. But, right, but Carolina is, how can they be in it if they trade in one of their Miami traded away their starting running back. Perhaps they thought they were locker room cancers. Perhaps they thought that less is more. There's, you know, there's things that go on behind the scenes we know nothing about. But an 0-8 San Francisco team decided to trade for a quarterback. An 0-8 Cleveland team tried to trade for a quarterback. And a 3-4 team here that's a game out of the wild card spot that quite frankly, if they had a, even a remotely competent quarterback would be 6-1 at worst. Didn't? That's odd. It's odd. I, I don't know. And I, again, this is my hot take. I'm not sure why the NFL 
and, and, and NFL front offices just shy away from making change. I mean, you know, it's the sport that features the most players, right? It has more players than any other sport. So why are there so few trades? Why are there so, f- there's such little activity at trade deadline? Why? Well, that clearly that trend is changing based on what we saw yesterday, right? And, and over the weekend? It's changing, but why is it taking so long? Why is it so hard for people to make change in the NFL, even at the quarterback position? I don't know. It's something about the culture and the way coaches and GMs want to protect their jobs because they are so afraid of being bold because if they're wrong, they'll probably get fired because a lot of these jobs are revolving doors. How about this tweet from uh, Pro Football Talk? Broncos quarterback Brock Osweiler will earn close to $900,000 this week to play against the Eagles. He'll earn that 900000 from the Browns. <laughs> Nice to not have to pay your starting quarterback. Uh, a couple other notes on this change. If you missed it, it's official. Uh, the, the things I take that are interesting are, one, Matt, uh, Trevor Simeon remains the number two QB. And, two, this is just coming out, Vic. Uh, you were talking about the sensitive nature of all this. Well, Vance Joseph was so worried about how sensitive it was going to be. He called Brock and Trevor to make a special trip into the facility last night on their day off because he needed to meet with them last night to tell them this in person, could not wait until this morning. Those guys called in on an off day to talk to their head coach. Do they get cable? Do they listen? I mean, do they honestly, do they get cable? T- do they, do they get Twitter? As in they didn't need to be called in to figure I, this out? I, but why, yeah, I just don't understand the sensitive nature, the kid gloves with which these coaches treat their quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, you're right. Kisla, Kisla said it best. CU, CU's coach makes a change mid-game. And nobody bats an eye. Yeah, it wasn't working. And guess what? Montez got better the following week after getting benched. Guess what? He got better. It worked. Why are we so sensitive in the National Football League with this stuff? Right, and I was agreeing with your point that one of the big uh, pieces of news is that these guys had to be called in last night and told in person. It couldn't be done over the phone. It couldn't be done over a text. It couldn't have been done this morning with the rest of the team. It had to be done in person with those two guys making a trip into the facility last night. I find the whole situation a little odd. Manchester. Yes. Have you unpacked what uh, you and Leggy went back and forth with? Well, here's the part that the two things that set me off, admittedly, and I lost it. I we I was referred to as Clark Griswold in Christmas Vacation, which I think Jesse has that clip. We'll we'll play it. We can compare the two. Two things that set me off. One, the insistence that he's the best quarterback on this roster. That's silly. I pointed out Brock Osweiler went five and two as the starter with this team. Now it was really four and two, and then Peyton cleaned up one game, but. And he goes, well, it was a Super Bowl team. Really? Like, what is drastically different from that Super Bowl 50 team and this team other than the quarterback? I mean, it's the same running back. It's the same tight ends. It's the same receivers. I know Emmanuel's missed two games, but Trevor's been terrible for more than the last two games. The defense is still dominant. Still a great defense. And the core of the defense is very similar. I mean, Nortrevathan, Jackson, Ware, or Ward, and Ware. Yeah, but, but you know, Gatsas has turned into a player. Right. Pecco's been great. And you the, still the have Tony, you Shane still have Vaughn, you still have Shane, yeah. you still have Derek Wolf, you still have Roby, I mean, you still have Chris Harris, you still have Darian Stewart. The listen, list goes if, on. If you took Peyton Manning, if you had some sort of time machine, you could take Peyton Manning, even crappy 2015 Peyton Manning, and put him on this team right now, they're 6-1. and one. So don't tell me that Brock was good because he was on a Super Bowl team. Like I'm bringing up the 1977 Broncos. I mean, this team is the same team. It's the same team, guys. 
Here's somebody and on that, the text line taking a shot at you, Manchester. 4904. I, I love that Manchester's shining moment in the sun is predicting that a seventh-round quarterback from Northwestern wouldn't make it. Congrats, dude. Yeah, well, find me all the other guys who did it, dude. How about find me all the one? other guys during training camp who didn't just get into groupthink because they didn't want to be wrong, so they all said Trevor looked great, even though he didn't. Find me that guy, dude. How about this one from 3996? And he makes a great point. I mean, I, that's why I love our texters. They make me think outside my mind. Did I just say that? Yes, I did. Um, 3996. My question is, how come several teams wanted Jimmy G, yet no one wanted Paxton, and yet they had a similar body of work? Great point. Great point. They both started the same amount of games, essentially, same amount of NFL throws. Everybody's knocking on New England's door for Jimmy G, and no one knocking on the Broncos' door for Paxton. Why? Mm, isn't there a mystique around Jimmy G because of who he plays for and who he backs yeah. up? But there was a similar. But hold on, hold on. We we saw the same amount of work out of each. Dude, why the was same the, amount? But there was a similar mystique around Brock. He, he played six games or whatever and got sixteen million dollars okay, because of okay. who he played for and who he backed up. But 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 Manchester keeps telling us we haven't seen enough out of Paxton. We saw the same out of out of Jimmy G. We saw a little more out of Brock. What's the problem here? Wait, but come on, Vic. You can't honestly claim we've seen enough out of Paxton, can you? What have we seen out of Jimmy Garoppolo? Nothing. I think it's foolish. I mean, we've seen two games. We we saw more out of Matt Castle. How'd that turn out? What, some, what have we seen out of A.J. McCarron? There's very little. There's okay, a, so then why are, why are teams banging on those doors for those guys and people are running from Paxton Lynch. Why? Because Paxton Lynch's stock has taken a nosedive. Why? Because of the constant narrative from uh, Jeff Legwald, Mike Cliss, oh, uh, John Gruden, on. you name it. That, no, now you're finish. saying Well, you don't me- even know what I'm going to say. I know what you're saying. You're, you're blaming say? the media no, for Paxton. What's the constant narrative I'm going to say? Okay, go. He's been beat out twice in training camp, even though it's absolute balderdash. He didn't get beat out in 2016. He didn't take a single snap with the ones in a preseason game. It wasn't even a competition. So people need to stop regurgitating it just because Patrick and Eric and everybody else down there puts it on a cut sheet and they're supposed to read it. That's what I was going to say. It's a bunch of nonsense. Plus, one guy's hurt. One guy's hurt. The other two aren't. So there's a big difference. I just think the texture makes a valid point, a, a very valid point. I mean, teams are bending over backwards to get at McCarron and Garoppolo, and nobody wants to touch Paxton, and they got the same amount of playing time. So that whole notion about playing time and needs a chance, and that's that's balder. You're using your word. That's balderdash. Okay. I, I mean, fine. One guy's hurt. I mean, if you traded for him today, uh, could could which one of them could start? Of those three, which one could not start for San Francisco this week, physically? Paxton. Okay. Paxton Lynch. So maybe that's why he wasn't as hot. A, maybe. That might be a factor in it. This one's from Kevin on the text line. Guys, I can't believe you're criticizing Joseph for being a man by sitting down and having a man-to-man talk with these guys. Cowards handle business over text, not men. No one's criticizing Vance Joseph for bringing these guys in. The criticism comes from... You could have done that on the plane ride home from Kansas City for crying out loud. Wouldn't yeah. You have to wait for yesterday, last night? Yeah, you didn't have to, it didn't take a genius to see that was coming. He could have had that conversation earlier and said, hey guys, we're going to get this question tomorrow at, uh, at media availability and it's your off day. I want to talk to you now. Here's what we're going to do. Would have been pretty easy. Instead, we went through the charade yesterday of the hostile press conference where nobody walked around and asking why doesn't Trevor get more credit and everybody in the media freaked out because someone asked a tough question. 
Well, I'm going to go out to Dove Valley today, and I'm going to give my bro hug to Brock, as I usually do every week. You want to come out and witness that, H-Dub? No, I'm going to pass, but tell him I say hello. Doesn't have to apologize if he starts winning football games. That's my new You don't want to see it? I'm, I'm, thought process on Brock. I've seen your bro hug with him plenty of times. I'm sure it'll be uh, one that looks just like the rest of But him. I'm going to get in deep on that bro hug today, like like a deep hug. Like a you're the starter now kind of bro yeah, hug? Yeah, it's a different hug. Before it was more of, hey, you know, this is weird. I'm going to miss you now so it's much. Like, now it's like, hey, double pat on the back, small man, large man. By the way, the uh, Broncos official website has now put out the tweet that uh, Coach Joseph informed the team this morning, Brock Osweiler will start on Sunday in Philadelphia. We need a sugar fix. That's coming up next with Marty O on Altitude 950. This is bad. Who's really to blame right now? And we're breaking down the bad. The Trevor decline was has been evident for weeks and weeks. They've got to get better in the draft, and they got to get more talented. The run game was there. The run game was there. You know, Pass protection wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. I don't understand why this holier-than-thou attitude around quarterbacks exists in the National Football League. Home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Brock Vember oh. begins. Altitude 950. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. Is your next great paying, rewarding job in the oil and gas industry? Ranger Energy is now hiring for many positions, including CDL drivers, derrick hands, relief operators, cement operators, and snubbing. Come to the career fair at the Double Tree in Greeley, Friday, November 3rd from 2 to 7, and Saturday, November 4th from 10 to 5. Ranger Energy will be hiring on the spot. Don't miss your opportunity to work for Ranger Energy. You'll get competitive pay and outstanding benefits. Ranger Energy is an equal opportunity employer. More information at rangerenergy.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit 
split your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above average IQ, and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for, and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found Brain Balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Marty O's waiting for his sugar fix. I do want to address one texture because I find this very curious. Listen. I've said from the start on this show, if you think we're dishonest or we're lying through our teeth or disingenuous, whatever you want to call it, I fully expect you to call us out. I really do. Please. Because that's that's how we differentiate from the competition. Agreed? Yes. Whether it's our take versus Nuggets, Avs, two teams owned by the same ownership group. If you think we're being disingenuous, call us out. Please. Here's a text I want to read from Finn. You're never going to get real honesty in this town, save James, regarding the Broncos. Cliss, Leggy, Lombardi, all of them, far too worried about losing access. So I want to ask you two, because you guys know me. What access? What what access do I get? What What access, what advantageous access am I coddling the Broncos for? Please tell me what it is, because no, I want to know. Yeah, I, I mean, you're granted a media credential, but other than so that, what, I don't think you get special access. What access does Lombardi get that, oh, my God, I can't, I'm disingenuous, I'm not on. Tell me, because I'd love to know. Vic, I would not put you in that same category. I wouldn't. Now, I, I do think, and look, we saw it on cutdown day with the don't give it to Nikki and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Mike Kliss, everybody, everybody can see it. It was on Twitter. It's public. I'm not stating something that is, you know, behind the curtain and talking out of, out of school here. He doesn't want to shut down the, the, the pipeline of information to him. So he's going to be pro Bronco. He's going to be pro organization. I'm going out to Broncos today and I'm going to do what I do every Wednesday. I'm going to go talk to players. I'm going to do my thing. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what access I'm granted. Well, you get, you do have a do credential. Do I get to go to the showers with them or something? No, but you get to go in the locker room. You do get a credential. I mean, okay. that, that, but look, they're not going to, they're not going to pull yours. They haven't pulled mine, uh, d- despite what people say on Twitter. Nobody's, Nobody's ever said I can't come to a press no. conference. Give them ever. credit for that. Give them credit for yes, that. Cause you know I what? Do. In the past, there have been other teams in this town yes. where they've threatened to pull credentials. Yes. And it's never even been hinted at. And it's pathetic, to be honest with you. The Broncos don't play that game. Totally agree. And I, and I'm, I'm with you. They deserve, Credit for that. But I think the texter's point, uh, overall 
is pretty good. I just don't include you in that. Well, I want to be included if that's the case. If it, if indeed is true, please tell me. Because, you know, everything we do, like I'm going to be doing Let's Talk Football, Broncos don't help me with that. I go get those players on my own. Correct. That's on my own accord. Aqib Tlaib, Broncos don't set up Aqib Tlaib to meet with us on Tuesdays. We do that on our own accord. Correct. There's no access or special privilege I'm granted. I cover the team. By the way, Vic, the uh, Broncos media schedule just got dropped into our email inbox later than usual. Curious as to why. Did you notice who's speaking at the podium at 2 o'clock today? I haven't seen the media schedule, please. Broncos quarterback Brock Osweiler, media availability, 2 o'clock today at the podium. Uh, this, this, uh, I don't know. It's just a, a shocking reality that this switch has been made, that they had to wait to release the schedule to say that it will be Brock trotting to the podium today instead of Trevor. I mean, it's not a surprise, right? No, it's not a surprise at all, but it's just, you know, that's that's how this league works, right? All of a sudden, where where's the schedule? We got to figure out what the schedule is, and they were waiting to release the schedule until they could tell us who was speaking at two o'clock at the podium today. I just found it kind of funny. All right, never thought I'd say this, but the morning after Halloween, I need some sugar. Give it to me. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar hit high, sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo, sugar slam. Shake that. Marty O, what do you say? I'm going to try and pronounce your uh, name today. Marty, all right, here we go. Oleshevitz? It's not too bad. That's pretty close. Oleskowitz. Even Marty struggles to pronounce his own name. You know, <laughs> he got halfway through that. He wasn't quite sure of yeah. himself. Does your new wife, can she properly pronounce it? Does she, she, can have even, it down? she can even spell it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you guys are in love. Very impressive. What do you got? Okay. Uh, Fernando Valenzuela turns 56 today. I uh, wasn't exactly alive for Fernando Mania, but he was the uh, first player to win Rookie of the Year and Cy Young in the same year. Yeah, was that 1981? 1980. Oh, close. He, there, Fernando Mania was, it was crazy. Uh, How cool is it to see Fernando trot out at Dodger Stadium the other day? Yeah. When, uh, when Vin did his thing. They had Oral Hershiser and Tommy Lasorda yesterday. It's been kind of cool to see all those, uh, all those guys. But yeah, Fernando Valenzuela, I mean, that was a phenomenon. It was a little bit like, uh, remember Linsanity? It was yes. kind of like that because it was in a big market. Uh, it just came out of nowhere to all of a sudden be dominant. And, I mean, Fernando was good for, I don't know, what would you say, Vic? Three or four years? God, yeah. But he was never like he was that first year, maybe even the second year. I think no. he went to the World Series in 81, and then he tapered off after that. He had some shoulder issues, and towards the end of his career, he was almost used uh, exclusively he as got a pinch fat. hitter. He got he, fat. He had 10 honest. home runs in his career. He, he got was, fat. He was one of the first one-name athletes, though. You could just say Fernando, and people knew who you were talking about. Well, I, I, I think Babe might have something to say about that. Oh, that guy. Yeah, not a Babe Ruth guy. He had the, the in front of him. Perhaps the Mick may have a That's word a with you on that. Yeah. Okay, I uh, don't know. Rick Allen, Def Leppard's one-arm drummer, turns 54 today. You guys Def Leppard fans? Sure. I was, big, I was a big Def Leppard fan back in the day. How did he lose that arm? A, car uh, wreck. Car accident in New Year's Eve 1984. Lost his left arm. The doctors reattached it, but there was an infection, so they had to re-amputate it. Oh, mm. God. Uh, I would have just left it off. Was, yeah, was he in, brutal. was he in England or something when he yeah, had the he accident? Was, yeah, he was in England. Oh, I am a, I, I'm a fan. I like a little Def Leppard. Pour yeah. some sugar on me. Oh yeah. 
Uh, okay, 1512, the Sistine Chapel is first uh, exhibited. We talked about that yesterday with the uh, whole Mount Rushmore thing. What that take? A couple weeks? Yeah, it was uh, thing three done? and a half weeks. I'd yeah. like I'd like to see the Sistine Chapel. That'd be cool. I've been. I'd rather I go in there. Th- I'd rather go there than to a game, which yeah. was your question yesterday, Vic. By the way, don't show up at the Vatican without pants. Your little black shorts, your fancy black shorts, that don't yeah. fly. You have really? to wear slacks. Oh yeah, they won't let you in. What about jeans? Nope. What about the beer that I took into the Basilica at Notre Dame? Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Could you imagine? You <laughs> might be brown and <laughs> Your fancy black shorts and a beer at yeah. the Sistine Chapel. Hey, where do I look for this? <laughs> Look at this guy's black shorts. I wasn't drinking the beer, for the record. You know, it's funny. I did go into the Sistine Chapel, and, Will, maybe you could uh, vouch for me. You, you walk in. It's always smaller than you think, right? Mm-hmm. You think of this massive. It's not that big. It's just a ceiling, a couple little drawings up there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what else, Marty? Okay, 1959, Jacques Planté wore the uh, first hockey mask in a game. Um he was hit in the face by a puck. He got stitched up and refused to go out there without a uh, hockey mask. I'm not a hockey purist, but I think the proper pronunciation is Jacques Plante. Jacques Plante. Pardon me. I think. So anyway, his his coach didn't want him to wear this mask because he thought it uh, inhibited his vision. So I made an ultimatum. He's like, hey, either I wear this mask or we forfeit this game. So he let him wear it. And ever since then, the hockey mask has been around. Do you know what else would inhibit your vision? Getting hit in the eye with a yeah. hockey puck. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jacques was onto something. A broken eye socket. Yes. Just Google it. Go to Google right now. Put in uh, hockey goalie without a mask and see what comes up. It looks like a scene out of Halloween. Mm -hmm. It is unbelievable that those men would actually sit in front of the cage without wearing a mask. That is ridiculous. All right. uh, Vic's uncle twice removed, Ernie Lombardi, won the uh, NL MVP in 1938. He was widely known as the slowest man to ever play the game. And weighed upwards of 300 pounds at the end of his career. Catcher, Cincinnati wow. Reds, correct? That's right. He yeah. won MVP? 1938, yeah. That was his slugger. This was back during that era when Babe Ruth was dominating in day games against white guys. Don't bust on Lombardi, dude. Not right. an Ernie Lombardi two guy. Great, huh? Two great Lombardi baseball players. Vic Lombardi, the pitcher, lefty, Dodgers, really? I believe. Okay. And Ernie Lombardi, the catcher. Yes. Yeah. What How a, many Merrillats played in the major leagues? What an era. That's er- what I thought. Ernie's your uncle? That's you aging yourself if that guy played in 1938, man. It's not my uncle. <laughs> Twice removed. Vince Lombardi's my grandfather, though. <laughs> okay, uh, 1997, Titanic premieres at its first film festival. I'm going to guess Manchester is <laughs> not a Titanic guy. Uh, you would be wrong. Hey. I, I, here's the thing. Titanic was huge. Everybody loved it. And then it became so popular, and so many people saw it, and it became the thing that all the teen girls loved, that then it became trendy to say you don't like it. It, Mm. Titanic is a perfect example of my word of the day, groupthink. That's Mm. what it's turned into. It's like, it's an Academy Award winning movie. It was a, it was a technical marvel when they made it. It's a, it's a very good movie. I still watch it to this day when it comes on, to be honest with you. Very well uh, Mark Moser chiming in, hockey guy, by the way. Marty's vision is going to be impaired when I punch him for saying plante. Yeah, it's not a plantain. It's not a banana. Both it's Jacques Plante. Both of you guys need to keep in mind, he didn't even pronounce his own name right. That's a good Come point. On. That's right, yeah. Set the bar low. Okay, 1938, Seabiscuit beats War Admiral in uh, what was known as the Match of the Century. Whole, whole horse racing. Didn't they make a movie about that? I believe mm-hmm. they did, yeah. yeah. It was a book. Almost as good as Titanic. 1938 horse racing is a popular topic. I mean, come on. Who's seen well, Seabiscuit? Hey, consider 1938, oh. okay? The most popular sports in America. 1938. In order. Baseball, boxing, 
horse racing. Correct. Football, football was not even close. No. To a football That's... was almost banned. Okay, but the movie didn't come out in 1938. It came out 60 years later. Who the hell wanted to go see that? I certainly didn't. It takes time to shoot those scenes. You don't want to go see Dunkirk? That's about something that happened in 1940. You don't want to see the story of Jesus? Moses? Noah's Ark? I mean, even better examples. All this stuff's a little more relevant than this, a horse. This is why Vic has his name on the show. We yep. had better examples. Okay. All right, last thing here, we do a little uh, trivia. I talked about uh, Valenzuela being a uh, good hitter. He hit 10 home runs in his career. Can you guys name two of the top five active pitchers with the most home runs? you got to be active. Active, uh, huh? We're going to go okay. Bumgarner. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, Bumgarner is freaking... Oh, easy. sure, I get Definitely the easy one. Yeah, I mean, because no. you guys were just chiming in with them. On you, Bumgarner. That's the only one that came to mind, to be honest with you. Um, active pitchers on that list. Gosh, dang, I should know hmm. this. That Who is stupid. Bombs. Give us a hint. Um, good nice hint. hint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, way to go out, way to go out on the one. <laughs> well he just gave us a seven Couldn't second. Give us a league, yeah. a team, a yeah. look. <laughs> okay, one of them, uh, one of them was a longtime cardinal. There is a longtime cardinal. cardinal. Adam Wainwright. Yeah. Nice. There we go. Nice. Bumgarner, Giovanni Gallardo, Travis Wood, Adam Wainwright, and Zach Grinke. You know what? I'd had a hard time coming up with yeah, clues too. for those yeah. two. So, Sorry. Marty. Thank you. Uh, you know, Thank I was critical that. of you for that. You, that yeah. you were in the right. James, I'll I take, appreciate I'll that. I'll take back the criticism of pronouncing it plantain. <laughs> you could have just said one of those guys refuses to give his autograph. That I think we would have gotten it so fairly good. quickly. Yeah. The seven second uh is not good for radio. No, it's not. It's not. It's kind of 101. Radio 101. Uh, that's all I got. Actually, quick shout out to my mom. It is her birthday today, as uh, as well as my dog. Way to go, Mrs. O. So big day Mrs. at the Marty House. Oh, happy birthday! All right, I'll, I'll try one more time. Alishwitz. Yeah, I nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Every day we'll give it a go. Marty Alishwitz with his morning sugar fix and great. By the way, break. Way to bring up Def Leppard. We had to change the theme song to pour some sugar on me. As long as you're bringing up Def Leppard. That'd be great, great to come back with. Great song. Final segment coming up. You got the Vic Lombardi show, Altitude 950. Don't forget tomorrow on the show, Jake Plummer, 830. This has been your morning sugar fix brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. It's Denver cornerback Akeem Talib on Altitude 950. It's a uh, team game, man. Everybody got to do their job. Uh, we got our special teams putting the ball on the ground. We got uh, our office not scoring very many points. Told you how defense could have played better. We could have got that stop. Akeem Talib. And then we're going to play the best team in the league, Philadelphia. Hey, man, we got we to gotta find something. We need some type of spark, man. Every Tuesday at 8.15 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. Only on Altitude 950. Ever notice how some big sporting goods stores don't carry goods for your sport? Like hockey gear. Center Ice is your hometown specialty hockey shop. They have all the major brands, including Bauer, CCM, Vaughn, and True. And right now, you can save 10% on everything in the store. Everything. Ice, inline, goalie, and referee gear. 10% off now till November 15th. Register to win top-of-the-line hockey gear and get a free gift with purchase. Center Ice, the specialty hockey store. In the Tech Center, in the Marina Square Shopping Center. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. 
That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamars. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana. In Aurora. This is John Elway. I joined the American Financing Team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American Financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000, or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Just thought of something, guys. I just tweeted it out. I want you to read this tweet. HW, Manchester, go to your Twitter machine and read the tweet that I just delivered. I, I don't know how or why this hit me. The old lightning bolt, the the light bulb, but it makes perfect sense. It makes total sense. It will fix football. It will, all this money being lost, all the viewers being lost, all this mayhem, chaos. This is a one one work fix. That's all it needs is what I just tweeted right now. Read it. Just thought of something. Consider this hot take trademarked by Vic Lombardi Enterprises. Peyton Manning should be the next NFL commissioner. Hashtag PFM. Tell me that wouldn't be perfect. For him, for the league, for the sport, for the owners, for the players. Played the game at the highest level. Knows ownership. Eventually might be an owner himself. Knows how that works. He's the perfect broker. I mean, that is... It's a no-brainer. Jerry Jones wants Roger Goodell out of the seat. It's very apparent. Today we hear that Papa John's guy is mad at the NFL. He's not selling enough pizzas. Peyton's got his own Papa John's franchises here. Just make him the commissioner. Well, I, I think your logic on the surface is actually pretty good. I think you want someone... Pretty good? Pretty good? Okay, well, first of all, is, perfect. is Roger Goodell going anywhere anytime soon? If Jerry Jones has his way, Roger Goodell will be out of a job soon. So Jerry Jones is more powerful than the other 31 owners? Yes. Jer- Jerry Jones is the mm. most powerful NFL owner. The number one reason the Rams are in yes. L.A. is it's because Jerry of Jones. Yes. The number Jerry one Jones reason. Jerry Jones is the most powerful I don't, I don't disagree NFL he's owner. he's powerful, but can he get the commissioner fired? Yeah. Yes, yeah, well, he can. And, and he and Bob Kraft are two pretty 
influential guys. I don't think Bob Kraft is a big fan of. But Roger Goodell's been a mess for ten years, right? Yeah, but the owners didn't want to move to Vegas. Jerry Jones was behind it. Look who's moving to Vegas. He gets things done. Guys, tell me where this is perfect. Peyton's looking to get back in, right? You know, he doesn't know where. He wants to run a team. He doesn't want to coach. We know this. He doesn't want to get into broadcasting. This job's a joke. We anybody can do it. We can do it. Too easy for him. This is perfect. Well, and I know you do want Peyton to go back to work. I know you actively campaign for that. So maybe getting him a job is uh kind of your life goal at this point. Did this just hit you out of left field? Where, where is this well, coming because from? Because I'm reading on Twitter the Papa John's guy. What's that guy's name? Papa John. Yeah, that guy's all mad because he's he's not selling enough pizza, and he's blaming the NFL. Ratings are down. People aren't watching. People are walking out. Who better to fix what's wrong? with the National Football League than Peyton freaking Manning. I don't know why it took this long, but the clarity, it just hit me with such clarity just a few minutes ago. God, that's perfect. Wow, this is a big deal. Papa John is pulling all their advertising associated with the NFL. So all those Peyton ads are going away? I'm telling you. Big. That's a big big deal. I'm telling you. Move. Follow the money. Once the money walks and people pull out of the NFL, who's going to lose their job first? The commissioner. Owners aren't losing their jobs. Players aren't losing their jobs. Just to clarify a little bit here, they're saying they're slowly pulling their advertising associated with the NFL. The league is now giving them some future spots in return. So the league is saying, please don't leave us. Here are free ads for you because we need people like you to advertise in our league because you spend a lot of money with us. Can somebody please comment on my idea? I think it's a fantastic idea because both sides respect him, the players and the exactly. owners. Exactly. That, that position... For that position to work, it can't be some guy out of nowhere that some lawyer, some PR dude that comes from the uh, the bowels of the NFL offices, right? That's where Roger came from. Mm-hmm. I mean, good enough guy, but nobody knew who the hell Roger Goodell was, right? It can't be some dude that the players are not familiar with. It's got to be a it's got to be a guy that both owners and players respect. The, it has to be. The problem right now, and it's, it gets worse and worse and worse, is the total distrust the players have for Roger Goodell. And it it started when he came in and was going to be the the new sheriff in town, and it's just gotten progressively worse since then. Not just the players. The players can hate him all they want. That's not going to affect change. It's when the owners fall out of favor. Well, but that's they part of him. that's part of why a lot of the issues right now that uh, are causing these other problems it's why they're persisting. It's because the the commissioner isn't able to come in and find a resolution between both sides because one side doesn't trust him. Dude, you know, I, all this chatter about Peyton going into politics, nah, blah, blah. This is, this is politics when you think about it. Being the commissioner of the NFL is a political office. You yeah. gotta know both sides. Well, he's gonna know- make, he's gonna make a hell of a lot more money doing that than he would in politics. You too. kidding me? You yeah. gotta know how to work both sides of the table to be the NFL commissioner. You are the face. I mean, think about it, guys. Roger Goodell is the face of the league? Forget that. Peyton Manning. Oh, my God. I want 10%. be a pretty penny at this point. I guarantee there are people whispering that very notion. I guarantee it. It is the perfect person for that job. 
Well, in all seriousness, I like to give you guys crap about wanting to get Peyton the next job. But why has Peyton been so noncommittal on his future on so many different levels? Because maybe this idea has been in the back of Peyton's mind for a couple of years now, too. You never know. 3936 just said, hey, Vic, Manchester actually tweeted that out in June. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> do we have the, do we have the uh, vacation clip, Jesse? We do, yes. I just want to hear this. Is this some sum up kind of how I sounded with like Walt? Because this is what the texters are saying. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, hopeless, heartless, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey he is. Hallelujah. Holy, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> if you missed it, we had, uh, we had fireworks between what, 8.33 and 8.44 basically? Between Manchester and Jeff Legwald. Well, the fireworks should continue tomorrow because who was, who was the biggest defender of Trevor Simeon right now that we've discovered in this town? Jake Palmer. Yes. Yes. Great. I'm, yes. I'm ready for that too because third and two, the hot receiver right in the middle of the field, for, wide open, it's a first down. That's not your receivers. That's not your offensive line. That's one of the 20 to 25 amazing reads that Trevor Simeon made. And I find it you curious break. that Jake is so defensive. Well, you know, I'm not, it's not curious, but he also helped Brock Osweiler in the offseason. Brock went to Idaho for several weeks to spend his offseason and guess where he spent some time at Jake Plummer quarterback camp. He worked one-on-one with Brock Osweiler. So I can't wait to visit with Jake tomorrow. we got a lot to discuss, a lot to cover. Just don't make him mad early in the interview, Manchester. All right? got to talk to him at some point. I, you brought me into that conversation today. You saw me throwing my hands in the air, right. banging my head, in, head into the table. And oh, Is there any out. doubt what the Fired Up finale is today? Well, let's go to it right now. Troy Hansford, Fired Up finale, please. This is the Fired Up Finale, presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Keep me fired up. There are parents driving their kids trick-or-treating in my neighborhood. Driving. It's walkable. It's lit. It's not even cold. And these kids couldn't even walk their lazy blank to get free candy. And their parents enabling that? person's exactly right. Oh, my God. Driving your kids trick-or-treating? That's a joke. If you can't walk from house to house, you shouldn't be eating candy. That's a joke. It's kind of like the guy who couldn't walk from Thunder Mountain to Mad- no. to Space Mountain. You shouldn't no. be riding a roller coaster. <laughs> kind of like the guy who uses the shoulder to get to the airport when the roads are traffic packed. I mean, I don't want to be a complainer because yeah. that's not really my, my forte. Uh-huh. No, it's not. But... <laughs> I think I'm going to protest this Troy Hansford fired up finale. It you don't like the results, huh? It wasn't the Legwald segment. I, I couldn't well, condense it to uh, yeah. like a minute long. Oh. A good three minutes there. If, if you missed oh, the Leggy segment, good. do we have that podcast on the app? That's yes. available on the app, correct? It's, it's available. It's online. It's on the app. It is must-listen radio. All right, great. I can't wait. I'll go back, review it. For those of you watching on Periscope, uh, thanks for having my back. There's no way HW should be in that seat ever again. When I'm not in studio, you don't sit in my chair. Remember that. Will you be back in your chair tomorrow? Yes. Okay. You can have me back. I'm just sitting in that freaking chair knowing that you were sitting there. I just, uh, it's hard to stomach. Whatever. Hastings and Brownman are up next. Uh, we will hear today 
from the new starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos, Brock Osweiler, set to meet with the media at 2 p.m. this afternoon. All of those press conferences, all those interviews will be heard, of course, this afternoon. Mosier from 1 to uh, 3, and then Harris and uh, Kreckman from 3 to 6. That will lead you into the Nuggets game tonight on Altitude as well. Fellas, thanks for the time. We'll see you again tomorrow. What do you say? Yeah, sounds, sounds good. good. Are you going to bro-hug Brock as he comes off the podium today? See you, guys. Bye. See you, Rick. Altitude 950. Rewind. Tell you what the fans like. You got Landy rolling now with McKinnon and Miko, and that line was just superb Saturday against Chicago. You're going to stick with that? Uh, you got you got to stick with that mix, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to after that. And that's the thing, you know, like, Everyone, you know, there's a the, we sit and bounce around ideas in our coaching office and try to make sure we got depth of scoring and and uh, jump start more than one line and and we've juggled our lines a little bit and you know over that uh, couple game losing streak and uh, Landy, you know, he was just very consistent at what he was doing and and we needed to get a little bit of spark out of Mac and Miko and. And, and to be honest with you, you look at the video and you and you break it down and see how you can help. And they were playing pretty good. They just weren't weren't getting to the interior of the ice enough. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are back home taking on the Raptors at Pepsi Center. Tip off is at seven o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at six thirty-five. Jason Kosniski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman. Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate, so recreate. All right, here we go. Kicking it off on a Wednesday. Got a longer, my camera. Scott Julie with you here, out of 950. Get away, we're just three days away from Funky Friday, but today is Beat It Up Wednesday. Hit it. I said, hallelujah. I needed this music today. Believe it or not, I don't know. I, I might be going on a sugar. What's it called when you come down from sugar? Uh, sugar low. Sugar I, crash. Crash. Sugar crash. I think I'm on a sugar crash today. I, I could roll up in a corner, honest to God, right now and fall asleep. And I was in bed at ten o'clock. Probably didn't go to bed about ten thirty asleep. Ten twenty. Up at seven thirty. I, I, and I, and seriously, I feel like I, I feel like I need to roll up in a corner, pour a little, a, a little blanket, or pour some sugar all over me, or something. I guess I don't know. I, How I much sugar a, did you eat last night? Not as much as, not as much as I usually eat. I had one candy bar. Oh. It was a big one. It was a king size. Well, not the king size, but I mean, it was like the, you know. Did you give away the full size? I, we gave away full size. 
Bless first your time heart. I've ever, first time I've ever done that. You made some kids Halloween. Oh, night. you should have seen the kids' faces. Scott and Julie with the Altoon 950. We'll talk a little Halloween. I got that's going to be a part of my jump ball, but we'll save that. I I I, I got to just tell you a quick story. Because I, I, I kind of got into Halloween and I haven't been into Halloween in, in a lot of years. And, and, and the significant other and, and the mom, right, are absolutely Halloween junkies. I mean, both grandma's house in 